Okay, fellow Discordian people, I'm going to turn up your volume now so we can just briefly talk. The, um, so you know. I oh, know they don't know. Hello, uh, well, everyone. All four attunements. Okay, they're good. Are you, are you all good? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I went bled through. Just like an echo of my voice. That was very disturbing. What to yourself? Just really quick. I don't hear it anymore. Oh, okay. I'm going to try to keep these and not be gross on stream. Okay. <laughs> Mukbang stream. Alright, they can hear your voices. We're actually on the Guild Wars 2 uh, channel thingy now. <laughs> oh, oh, I was on Sea of Thieves. Because <laughs> I was playing Sea of Thieves last night. <laughs> and it's like, oh, damn, you got you only had like 10 more minutes until you could all get your Obsidian capstans. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just wanted everybody to be able to, like, you know, get a little bonus time today. So watch some Guild Wars 2, but get some sweet drops for Sea of Thieves. You know, just multitask. I would actually enjoy yeah. playing Sea of Thieves with all three of you. I've never played. Game. Never played yeah. either. What? I would be, I'd be down. Yeah, absolutely. That would be absolutely wicked. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so up for that. I'd actually be really up for that. It's so good. It's so good. The, the new update came out yesterday. Anyway, talking about Guild Wars <laughs> Oh, uh, everyone in the chat, hello, welcome. Oh, we're here. Yes, we're live. We're, I'm going to actually start again, because uh, it's going to be weird. Yeah, Mail's joined us as well. I had to put up with my uh, panic and everything last night. We've been running <laughs> around like absolute awesome legends. Okay, uh, I'm going to start on Vindicator. We'll go through Alright, chat as well. If you want to have uh, some say in maybe what we do content-wise, then drop some suggestions in the chat if you would like to. We might do Fractal first. We're thinking about possible worldview, but it seems to be a bit buggered. Um, Roleplay into Divinity's Reach. Yeah, or just roleplay. <laughs> Thank you for the invite, Legend. Fractal's okay. Let's go do that. And yes. Okay, right, I'm just gonna do a little intro and then we'll get going. All right, peeps? Mm-hmm. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lightbringers podcast. It's the Lightbringers place with myself, Jebra, your host, and we have three amazing and awesome guests. Uh, 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 uh. That's the words I was going to say. They're going to be on your screen right now, hopefully, with no bugs, and everything's going to be fine. Yay! You can hear them as well. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear them as well. It's true. It's true. We're going to be playing the Elite Specializations today. If you've not watched before, yes, we do a podcast. Uh, every other week, but then also do Lightbringers plays, which is basically where we play the game and talk about the game because sometimes it's just easier to have it in front of you and talk about it. Sometimes not at the same time it's easy, but we're learning, um, and that's the important thing. Um, even though you're a streamer and this is something you may do, I mean, some of us not do it all the time, uh, it's not actually easy to do a podcast with three other people <laughs> and play the game <laughs> and do all the things and look at chat, so it's actually quite challenging. Um, but yeah, hello, Boots, Rook, and Kruf back. Talk about elite specializations. I hope you're all well. 
Uh, Boots, what do you do? Where do you do it? Let's do some quick intros first. Hi, I'm Boots. Uh, you can find my stuff. I'm on YouTube, World of Enders. Uh, also, did you know that I streamed twice this week? This is so Yay! good. I know. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to make that a thing, but uh, it was fun. And uh, that's it. That's me. Uh, also, host of Ask wow. One. I do a podcast with uh, with uh, Alona, who is and uh, hashtag the two hosts of Host of Asklon, and I have joined them. Nice. What, permanent now? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> they make you live every day make in a constant podcast. state of uncertainty. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Kind of like uh, Jebro. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Wait, I don't know what that... What, I wasn't even listening, so... <laughs> <laughs> Boots won't be back next week. <laughs> at least there's some, some certainty there though yeah <laughs> at least now I know I mean, there's, there's so is. much uncertainty it's confirmed. Um, awesome to have you here even though you're a bastard Rick <laughs> I'm gonna be on my way. best behavior because I do not want to be disinvited for next week Rick, hey, are you gonna be mean to me that's the question <laughs> I'm Rook and um, Jebra's my favorite content creator <laughs> Uh, but sometimes I also do like just a small amount of content creation so you can find me on my channel but like always check out Jebra first but like on my channel you know um, you can find me <laughs> at Bird of Chess and uh, I stream okay. most days and I <laughs> and if I'm not live there I'm probably talking on podcasts like this but you can also find me over at YouTube now we've just been uh, rolling out some YouTube content uh, starting last year and that's been awesome as well uh, you may recognize me from the pre-show that happened for the uh, end of dragon's first look live stream and i'm looking forward to doing more lore stuff and have some big projects in the works so keep an eye out uh but everywhere you can find me bird of chess though we do have an upcoming rebrand so uh keep an eye out because it'll be changing very 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 soon (laughs) what but same community wait you're not wait not bird of chess anymore I will. I will not be Bird of Chess anymore. I haven't revealed the new rebrand name, but we love a metamorphosis. Is it yeah, gonna we're be transforming? Is it gonna be um, uh, Pumpkin of Squash? <laughs> yes. And then when people ask you, yes, you play squash, be you'll be, no, I don't actually play squash. <laughs> <laughs> I just. Boots, I told you that in confidence. I told you not <laughs> to reveal it on stream today. I didn't sign an NDA. Whoopsies. Back to the drawing board. Awesome. That's it. That's, That's the end. So you better tell me before when that happens so that I remember to change your name. I will do. I'll be doing if, a blitz, if, telling everybody so. If Rook is the name that is to be changed, and that is, I guess. Oh, you never know. I don't know. I'm just trying to. I will stay, I will stay Rook. The channel is mm. just going to have a name that reflects different things. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> okay. So your name is not changing. My name is the same. Yeah. It's going to be called. All right, let's not guess, because that could be the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. Okay, good stuff. Kruf, hello. Hello, people. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I love when I start talking and the immediate reaction is, oh, God. Kruf <laughs> takes a breath in. Jeb, oh, God. Oh, jeez. Oh, why did no. I do this again? <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name's Kruf. I do a lot of YouTube stuff, but also I'm doing Twitch more consistently, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. You can go check out my YouTube channel where I posted a lengthy video about the catalyst, which we'll probably dip into today, considering I all think things it's going on. 
So uh, yeah, lovely to be here once again. Thank you for the invite. I love my fellow podcasters. Y'all are always amazing. So thank you. Awesomeness. All right, let's do let's do just level what four. What level can we do up to until we oh, get wrecked by stuff? Oh, fractals. Yeah, nineteen, right? Okay. Wait, stop, everybody, come to me first and check okay. this out. Yeah, All right. Okay. Well, you're nowhere near. Moves. You're nowhere near fractals at all. Why don't you just come to fractals? I'm out of combat. I'm out of combat. I'm a blade sworn. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm in my stance and I have ten stacks of ammunition. I mean, it's good. Cool. I do like that you can hold it. That is one thing that I know <laughs> that I'm like, yeah. that's kind of nice. Let's go, kill, just... let's go and kill Matron. Yeah. I'm protecting Lion's Arch. If an enemy comes here and stands within 600 feet of me, I will be able to <laughs> slash him good. Okay, so see Leviathan comes up. So tell me. to them. Tell me, what, what, are, you, what are people playing? Boots, what are you playing? The, uh, the blade... Blade Sworn. The Blade Sworn. Okay, and is that a damage build? This is a damage build. A damage build, okay. Uh, Rook, what are you I, playing? I, <laughs> I am playing, I'm, do, I'm doing it, I'm playing Catalyst. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Shoosh, shoosh, Is it, you uh... You all have to be picking me up off the floor, though, so please uh, forward. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> that works as well. Um, proof. And I am playing the lovely Vindicator. There's a motorcycle in the background, so apologies, but it's uh, <laughs> it's fun. I'm playing a power build. I might be taking the dodge that grants us extra protection and might and extends our boons just to have slight group support, group utility. But yeah, Vindicator power. Mm-hmm. Well, you can. Uh, I'm gonna give the barrier and healing, so you can you can do the might stacks if I'll you give want. Give the might. Because yeah. I'm gonna be playing a full support vindicator, everyone. Ooh. A full support vindicator. I too am running a support. Um, in that I have cute animals, and if you <laughs> like, if you blink over towards them and like manage to catch it in the small short window that they are alive, you will be able. To feel better by looking at them, so just that's kind comfort. of what I'm doing. Just like a cute turtle, like you want a cute turtle, bam, right there, make you feel better. It's gone now, but it was like one second. That's there, true. So. It'll be there for longer when we get in there and you're doing damage to things. It's fine. It's gonna be okay. Oh no, we'll okay. make it. We'll make it. We'll make it. We'll go. If we need more people, we might cut. Uh, we might. Uh, we might. Kidnap someone from the chat. Okay, yes. so we're gonna start talking about Vindicator first. Has everyone, has everyone played Vindicator, by the way? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, instant first impressions. How was it when you started playing? Was it a bit meh? Was it was it okay? Was it like what was your first impression? You started using like weapon skills and stuff. I like it. It felt comfy to me. I tried out the greatsword first, but I run greatsword on guardian, and although it feels a little faster, some of the abilities are a little different there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was it was comfy, it was smooth, it made sense to me to get into it, and I like the variety of stuff that you can kind of do with it. Um, in theory, being able to kind of flex back and forth a little bit and get creative with some of the flips, I enjoyed that if you're out in an open world, and then be able to play something a little more pure, like a pure DPS, or your support in another way um if you know you flip them right and do your rotation a certain way i thought it was fun and the dialogue was good the little cues 
I like it. Oh, yes. Nice. Okay. Good, good. So, Rick's, Rick sounds like they enjoyed it. Okay, everyone. What did, uh, Rick, what did you think? Well, I've played quite a bit of Indicator. Okay. And out of the three, I feel that this one's probably the middle of the pack. Okay. It had a lot of good ideas. I think the Great Sword is probably the best elite specialization weapon so far in my experience. It's pretty smooth. You can do a lot of things with it. It's impactful. Really great weapon. I like the idea of the utilities. However, my concerns when watching the trailer and the preview, they are maybe a little difficult to use and clunky. And it seems like, like a couple extra barriers to entry in terms of like, I want to play support, but I have to use these utilities, et cetera, okay. et cetera. But overall, middle of the pack. The stuff is from the, the Black Lion chest. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the lucky balls <laughs> that I got recently. I got the wings and the stuff in like side five boxes. It was very, very nice. Lucky. Very lucky. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh yeah, that's a really. I, oh man, you should use that staff on a daredevil. Think of all the swirlies. Yeah. Well, I used staff five as well. It's pretty nice. Patreon <laughs> leg. Ah. Okay. Now the problem is we have now arrived to me to talk about the. Oh indicator. yes. But <laughs> we are right. also playing a game right now. So what I'm gonna oh. do is I'm going to try to get killed really quickly. Well, so I, I can talk about, about I can talk about my thoughts and, and things what, if you want. That, that makes sense. I can talk about myself as well. Um, <laughs> not myself, yes. but my impressions. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think generally all in all, I think Vindicate's probably been my favorite. Uh, just since I can actually pull out a support build, but that's just because I like support. Um, because it's very much a different way of supporting, for sure. If you wanted to, you don't have to. Like, the dodge is pretty, dodge is pretty fun. Because uh, you can pull out, actually, a ton of barrier. Uh, and the heal is actually really fun as well, because I can't remember what to do with this. I'm, ju I'm just talking now, and now I'm not trying to remember the, <laughs> trying to remember the strat of the boss. Um, and I don't know, I did, I did just enjoy playing it. I think we played it during a raid, we got CC. Um... I support it. Oh, you're right, one. you're right, you're right, we do. There we go. Okay, your face. There you go. Bring her closer to you. <laughs> but um I think generally all, all in all, I played it in a raid to support and the healing was the healing was pretty good, but it was the elite. And there's definitely this idea of having to be lower HP so you can do better healing, which kind of Makes me sad a bit, but it means you can get barrier, I guess, because your health is still low. So it's I don't know. I had I've had I've had a lot of fun with it. Like the barrier is pretty nice as well. You can get like three K barrier every time you get a dodge, which is quite often. Decent, decent barrier. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm seeing if I can stack it up. I don't think so. Think yeah, give out. me uh, healing and stuff. <laughs> healing do, and stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna do damage. All right. <laughs> here's, the, here's, the, here's the permanent healing with my little box thing. Yeah. Blade sworn, by the way. I did find that it felt pretty accessible. Like, it didn't feel like something that I was really struggling to, like, figure out or, like, learn or, you know, that I was struggling to stay alive. It seems like there's a lot of stuff between both of them, even, where you get some, you know, good heals or you get some good, you know, damage, like... Yeah. Either way, and I was surprised to find that in um oh Saint Saint Victor Saint Victor, yep. 
that chest you can actually use even if you are like immobilized or like knocked prone so you can activate it and kind of get a little bit of healing even if otherwise you're not able to use abilities which was kind of i was like oh it's kind of interesting now if i'm in big danger i don't know with my health dropping like this if it's gonna be so good but you know it it did it was a little surprise for me with that class okay that's cool yeah i like i like i didn't actually think the little heal was gonna be that great to be fair and then actually yeah like you said there's some there's some good usage for it we'll see see how we thought about that there we go I should try to get her that. in this field. Here, pull, pull, pull. Lightning bolts. Get the bolts up. Oh, it's on. Oh, it's on. Oh, okay, we gotta wait another 20 seconds for this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so she just stuns if she gets CC'd, huh? So if you have a purple little icon like I do above her, okay. you are being focused by her. Okay. So she's gonna come out. So I'm gonna you. stand in this yeah. thing. So since Sulian has one, you gotta go, go. pull it. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Good job. I forgot about this. Stacks. We can start hitting her now. We can start hitting her now. There now we just like damage. Out the healing. Here comes the heals. Yeah, I don't the get much. Healing has been pretty fun to do, especially on another Revan Elite specialization. Yeah. Harold oh, kind of right was able to do some boon support, but having another thing that pairs pretty well with Intari is nice to have. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And I'm just pumping out Alacrity as well, hopefully. I just phased her with one hit. <laughs> oh no, I'm not pumping out Alacrity, I lied. As you should! As I should. Oh, uh, right, okay, sorry, we're not talking about the Blazeboard right now, we're talking about the Vindicator? Yes! It's okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your thoughts, Boots. Uh, Take this, it nice This is a boss slow. as well, the, one of the more active okay. bosses. So if, if whatever I'm saying doesn't make any sense, please understand it's because I'm playing this game. And, it's okay. Uh, I'm um, not doing very well on this game You're right doing now. great, you're doing great. <laughs> Vindicator, I didn't play that much, honestly. I played for like maybe half an hour to an hour. Okay. Um, so I tried out a few things with it. It was fun. It was fine. Uh, like when I, when we had our Lightbringers talk, um, when when we were just seeing uh, the stream, the guild chat stream about stuff. Yeah. I think the only concerns I had about, like I had concerns about everything. I think the only concerns I had about the Vindicator was that uh number one you uh you lose a lot of the f2 functionality if you uh don't play the um what's it called but if you don't play the legend right okay mm -hmm. yeah because yeah the legend uh the f2 is basically you gaining adrenaline uh, sorry you gain endurance but you also do some stuff to your uh legend swapping you you swap all the legend things which is great when you're playing that legend but if you don't play that legend, all you get is uh, a little bit of, a, of uh, endurance, 15 endurance, which is good because it really seems like a lot of the, the class is tied to that new dodge roll. Uh, like it, you're either carried by that new dodge roll in a lot of ways, or you're not. Yeah, it's um, good in PvP actually. It's fun. <laughs> PvP. It's really the dodge roll is neat. It definitely takes a moment to adjust. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I kept hitting it over and over, and I was like, what's happening to me? And then I realized, I was like, oh, right, 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 right. But you can actually do a lot of interesting things with it. Like, even just being able to reposition yourself for, like, a, a strike or to get in a certain place. I was surprised by how it does actually, I think, start to feel like when you can plan around that, and then you also have the, like, advanced retreat functionality between the two spirits, and, like, that little bit of extra movement with the greatsword... It did not feel as limiting, like not having that second dodge roll. I was oh. like, that's okay if you know how to use it, the other it stuff. It depends on which one you're using, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if, mm -hmm. if you're a good um, if you're a good revenant and you know how to use your like Shiro stuff, then yeah, it's not so bad. 
Um, but I think in PvP, people were mostly playing the Grandmaster 2 or the Grandmaster 3. Not, not the damage dodge. Because even though the damage dodge does do a lot of damage, it's punishing in that you need 150. Yeah, I went with the, I went with the might stack. And might stack. Yeah. But the might stack is one lot. that a lot of people use because it's only 100. And you could get that back relatively quickly. And you yeah, could, yeah, yeah, you could like, um, you could uh, make up for your lack of dodges uh, by, you know, doing the Shiro stuff and uh, kiting. Um, but a lot of other people played the third GM, which is only 50 endurance, and uh, might be a little strong for survivability. Yeah, some concerns with that one, especially in a PvP <laughs> setting. I actually played a lot of the damage Grandmaster Death Drop in PvP, and I didn't feel that it was too limiting. Yes, of course, you only have one dodge, so you have to change your mindset a bit. But depending on which traits you take, I actually got it back fairly quickly and easily. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as... Interesting. Didn't, it didn't feel as rough. It didn't feel as rough as perhaps it would first appear. But I also could just, like, I could have altered my playstyle to be a little bit more defensive yeah. in certain situations. Yeah. But I think that's kind of a given, and I think it adds a little complexity, especially to oh. PvP, where you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta have this in-and-out mechanic where, like... Gotta be careful. Yeah. Also, yeah. interestingly enough, even though the F2 ability isn't quite as good when you're not playing that legend, I think a lot of people were playing like a normal power uh, rev with mm-hmm. Shiro and yeah. uh, yeah. and mm-hmm. and just using the F2 dodge now with the new thing. And I think they were having a fine time with that as well. So, so even though you lose a lot of the functionality on the F2, that doesn't mean it's completely useless when you get 50 endurance from it, when a lot of your fun revolves around that new dodge. Mm-hmm. Talking mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more about the F2, when you're not on the new legend, it's just energy meld. Mm-hmm. And when you're on the, the legend, it's energy meld plus you swap over your, your utilities. Yeah. I kind of feel that those the alliance tactic skills should be split where F2, you, you maintain that energy meld, and the F3 is alliance tactics, where you just switch over your utility skills. Oh, really? Because in certain situations, I found that, like, I want to swap over my utilities, but I don't necessarily need any endurance. But I want endurance, but I don't want to swap over my utilities. So it is a little extra is that the dance? feel great. Is that the dance they want you to do with the spec, though? Is that right? I'm not kind exactly of... sure if yeah. that's the most healthy thing, though. Mm-hmm. What also it's... is possibly not that healthy is the fact that so ha- you know half of the alliance stance is damagey, yeah. and mm-hmm. half the alliance stance is very very supporty. You know, support yourself as well as your allies. Uh, there was a time where just playing Ventari Revenant was relatively strong as a support role and you never really had a secondary healing support legend mm-hmm. uh harold kind of could do a little bit of it um but yeah so now you have a, it could be a dedicated second healing support so is it possible that in certain circumstances that amount of support is a little bit too strong now that you have two full legends doing that I don't know. I mean, when you look at other classes, though, that are really strong in healing, you know, when you think, I especially think of, like, 
Tempest and Druid, as far as I know, the Druid is mostly Might and then has some burst healing, right? Mm -hmm. I think that like some of those classes have held such a strong anchor, especially in like PVE content for so long, as just like being the thing that having something else that, although Rev healers are run, having something else that could be like really strong as a healer doesn't really bother me that much. <laughs> Maybe mm. just because it kind of would it shakes things up in a sense and. I still see people taking other things as well. And of course we can see like how it actually goes when all potencies are, you know, maybe more equalized and final adjustments are made. But I don't think that it's a bad thing to necessarily have some more dedicated, like additional heal on heal, pure heal, big healers kind of in the game because you're not using them all the time. You know, mm -hmm. it's like the variety of content that you have in the game where you might situationally use something like that is really specific in certain regards and it might even free up other classes to be able to do other stuff or different compositions to happen so i, think, yeah. I, I guess like, i was just yeah. thinking more of like in a in a competitive standpoint you know like would too much self-support be uh, like I, there yeah. was a bunker meta back in the day for for guild wars yeah. 2 and this uh, isn't as 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 bad. I mean, it's definitely not a chronomenter awfulness for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think it's going to be that. But I know, I know what you're saying. There is that possibility because I felt like I, I went into a PvP game. I was just full power, like you said. I went just, but I went with this, and and I know why the switch is good because the the reason why I like it is because if you didn't have the switch and it would just did the the thing, you'd just be like you'd have quite a lot of access to stun breaks. There's one there's quite like those those survival abilities like quite quite often i think i think i like i think i like the full kind of swap as well i don't know i i think i like i like I, what i really really like is the fact that it's so opposite i just like that opposite it just throws you into this place where you can be like oh i can just like do a little bit of support i can break stun but yeah. then i can just sacrifice myself a little bit if i've got full health like my team or my raid or my pvp group my world re world group whatever you know i can kind of switch over to that heal as long as i'm you know oops get off i would say <laughs> i would say overall off. even though i didn't spend too much time on vindicator just the overall impression i got of it is that it's not so bad it kind of fun um and that my only gripe possibly with it well not gripe like my only concern with it is uh uh, it just needs to be tuned a little bit for for possibly being a little bit too tanky in some scenarios, and yeah. and the and the dodge might need a little bit of bug fixing to it. Yes. Like, <laughs> I think like that the, I think you're right. I think like as long as that's the thing though. I think with these elite specs, especially like now with where are we? We're at the end of September, October, November, December, January, February. Right? They want to launch. That's like five, four, or five months away. The biggest important thing for me right now is I over like um, numbers and just kind of fixing a little tiny bit of the the dodge and stuff like that is is it fun and is it is it does it make sense and how fluid is it for you to for people to pick it up like is it easy for people to pick it up and it doesn't necessarily need to be like that for every single class but like you know <laughs> some of them do need to be but like does it make sense like what you're doing like do you know what i mean like this yes, is class yeah. can you follow actually... the logic and can people who are new to the game or people who exactly. are old to the game get their hands on the class without knowing like every single rigorous detail about you know how every single thing interplays and still be able to like dig into it and find things that are enjoyable and play it yeah i i mean i think that's honestly super important and 
Vindicator to me in that regard seemed to really succeed. In that I didn't feel like while there is that little bit of mechanic, I didn't feel as though I were utterly overwhelmed by it or having yeah. to sit here like, wait, hold on. But then I would want to do that and then this, but then this and then that, which can be really fun sometimes. It felt like with this one, though, it was pretty clear cut what I needed to do and how I would do it. And then as I played more of it, I started finding that there were some fun things in it. You know, like I like classes that kind of make my brain work in different ways or, you know, a, a different little pattern than what I'm used to. And I actually found that with Vindicator, I started to get excited by not just the idea of like, well, I'm DPS, so I'm going to do all red. Then I'm going to flip <laughs> it back to all red. I actually started having the most fun with it when I was playing around with the idea of kind of like hybrid stuff just out on my own and getting familiar with those abilities and thinking about like the ways that you could actually cleverly line things up so that if you knew like hey well in this next moment i'm about to take huge damage right or there's going to be a big retaliation or something or like whatever it is um i can make it so that i've used these abilities that are going to be my strongest heal abilities theoretically when i flip it and then when i flip it it's like Oh, now I have access to those heals, but I still have something that's a DPS that I can use in the meantime. And then I'll flip it back again. Like, that's when I started to actually get excited about it. And while I think there are definitely builds and playstyles that are going to just aspect towards one or the other, right? I think that the possibility for getting really good at it to the point where you can kind of like adjust those flips in a way that accommodates various moments could be really fun to dig into. So yeah, I, I, I liked that. I think you're right. I think this, it's like, even in the first two days of the beta, people are already having fun with it. And I think that just a, as we play more and more with it, it'll just get more fun because there's a, a, like a nice level of complexity to it. Yeah, that has to be there. Like, but being able to, like I'm kind of saying, being able to like, be able to kind of get it to a point where you can do something with it, but then the intricacies that, that are there, I think that is definitely important. That's good, like you're saying. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm playing damage. Oh, oh one last thing. How do you, what do you guys like about the, or do you like the um, uh, greatsword? Yes, I'm playing it right now. I yeah. really yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, I do Great like it. It's the best thing, in my opinion. Why is, the, why yeah, is it the best thing? Proof. Tell us. Hmm? Tell us why you think it's the best thing. Out of the whole kit, I know we've got it, uh, and I, I, I see what the conversation is, and I, I agree with it in part, but you don't have to agree that's fine i mean yeah no i do like i do uh, i'm starting to see and i'm like yeah i, I guess i agree with me i do have to it's contractual <laughs> but i contractual. i agree with Contract. the points that it is interesting but i don't necessarily feel that it needed to be one legend i think i i would have preferred if it, they were two separate legends because kind of touching back what you were saying jubber where you have this accessibility where you can do multiple things and kind of be this hybrid. Yeah. Is that not already the core feature of Revenant's Legend Swap? Probably. So yeah. they've kind of given everyone three legends if you are taking uh, St. Victor and Archimoris. It's true. And because I am kind of like a, when I want to make a build, if I want to make hybrid, I'll take two separate legends to be that hybrid playstyle. If I want to yeah. make support, I'll take two legends to accommodate that. And so... It does feel clunky when in competitive, especially when you are gated behind certain abilities that you have to use mm -hmm. uh, to get to a certain ability that you need to use or want to use. So I don't think they're necessarily going to get rid of that, though that's how I would have designed it if I was given that, that free uh, freedom. But I would like to see Alliance Tactics and Energy Meld be separated for you to have more agency to 
to say, I only want to swap my legends right now. I don't necessarily need endurance. I well, how would because, you do that though? Well, because you know, F two and F three, F two would be energy meld, F three would be alliance. Oh yeah, okay, okay. So I think that would give maybe a little bit more fluidity to control and player agency. And yeah, that's maybe would, one more thing. Would I F three just not exist when you're not playing that legend? Um, it would just be locked. It would just be like blurred out. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. I could. I can definitely. I could see that point. You know, like it is something where, I mean, yes, I think you're always like facing a bit of a struggle, especially if you decide to combine two. In this case, I would say almost opposing ideas into one thing, right? Mm -hmm. Does it then mean that those two ideas on their own are weak enough? Like when you're balancing and you're thinking about it, that like you have to kind of use them both in tandem in order to be able to achieve anything? Does it mean that you make it so that each one on its own is viable and you can just sort of pick and choose which abilities you want? Does it mean like there's so many different things that go into that? I think thematically it really works for this expansion, especially yes. if we are bringing some sort of fruition to the idea of conflict in Kantha and the Luxons and the Kurziks being a huge part of that. And then bringing together these heroes that weren't just heroes on their own, but literally embodied the spirit of collaboration and and of working together in a way to defeat evil against Shiro, right? Um, that I think is really needed in Kantha. So, like, bringing that reconciliation to a class in what we can only assume is going to be some sort of big reconciliation, you know, bringing all the storylines together kind of expansion uh, here with this, you know, end of dragons, I think really works. But from a standpoint of, you know, if classes do too much in one thing, does that either dilute their original kind of concept potency powers or... You know, is it something where they do too much and then that kind of edges out other classes? I think that's a discussion definitely worth having. It's I don't possible. Feel... Go ahead, go mm -hmm. ahead. I was going to say, it's possible that in that it feels like Vindicator, out of the six ex uh, elite specs we've seen so far, might be... What is that face, Jebra? <laughs> it's me almost dying. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Sorry. I, was... Uh, I was just like, yeah, yeah I'm going to... It might be the most... A uh, completely designed uh, elite spec out of all six. Yeah, of them. yeah. It, must be the, it, the most it feels the most. But the thing, the thing I feel as well with this is actually that in PvP and World v World that you actually can go for more damage because you've got more support in this. I actually feel like a lot of the DPS builds in those competitive modes are going to change. I think they're going to mm -hmm. change a lot as soon as they start to get to work with. Or, or they're going to change so they got more sustain, like Boot said. But, like, um, we can go for this boss, by the way. Um, and uh, I, I feel like there is a lot of use here, and there's some runes that, you know, aren't out, and there's some gear maybe we have, maybe people, obviously, spent a week as well, maybe some tweaks and, what, and whatnot as well. I actually think that that... I think they're going to take out Jealous and stuff like that. You know, I'm Right now, I'm in a plan of, like... Shiro, which is fun. I was, I was kind of hoping there was going to be some interaction between the two, but there isn't, as far as I, I think can those, tell. They're saving those voice lines for the expansion. Yeah, they, I think, think so? they did say something about it not being yet in. Here. Oh, okay. But they cool, did cool, say cool. that it was supposed to, like, there will be, you know. Oh, sick! Really? Okay, that's good. Yes, yeah. I, I like that. But okay, I did catch the voice lines minute. between Vicky and Archie. Ooh. Yes, they're so good. Yeah, they are good. They are good. Very good. I'm very happy that we're calling him Archie. By the way. Archie is perfect. Archie accepted. Yes. That's the name. Okay, that works. That's fine. If Archimores calls St. Victor Vicky, we have to have a cute <laughs> babyish name for Archimores. Uh, ow, 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 ow. 
But mm. I, I think as I've played more Vindicator, I do, I don't mind the, the utility swapping as much. But once again, I think having a slight bit of agency uh, to separate the F2 would be probably wise. Okay. But overall, I would agree. Vindicator feels the most fleshed out, the most polished out of really any of the elite specs, even the uh, weapon as well. I also a lot of times, the weapon, the weapon has favorite. felt a little bleh on these elite specs, or they need tuning a little bit more, but the great yeah. sword is like doing really well. It feels really good, and I like too that it feels like its own iteration of greatsword, right? Like there are things that are yeah. familiar there, like the gap closer and stuff like that, but it actually like it feels pretty light to work with. Like I like that you've got that timed block, which is a little bit more of a dexterity kind of thing. Like I think it's just fun to use, honestly. And the AOE at the end is satisfying. Like oh, that AOE is great. I love that AOE very much. It's my favorite I thing think, about it. Actually. By the way, I think I'm not liking. Uh, the current Vindicator AoE, because I could see your yellow, your yellow box. Oh. I could see your ye yellow thing in uh, in combat, and so I'm getting distracted by. Oh, you can see it. Why right well, don't? Oh, it's, I think it's because you can get barrier from it, maybe. Because so that's why it's like oh, a big friendly AoE. I could see it. I could see both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't oh, think I, I can't see. I can't see yours maybe though. Yourself. I can't see yours though. Proof if you're using like. Oh, you can? That's interesting. No, I can't. Maybe it's a bug. I don't have DX11 on right now. Because it's buggy for me. Oh, maybe that's it? Might that be. doesn't make sense. I used it right now. Can you see it? I can't see it. No. I saw it. I, saw I can it. see the AOE. Maybe I can see the depth. ring. I can see the ring, but not as if I was playing it, if that makes sense. I can see the normal kind of... Yeah, I can see the normal white ring around you. Oh, yeah, for like I a didn't combo. see yours, Jabro. Yeah, so that's I see a bug. big old... Maybe it's because of my settings or something, but it might I see be a DX. big old uh, yellow... Uh, damn, like scary, scary circle. Right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> maybe, that's, scary, maybe you had a bug. Circle. That's a bug. Yeah. yeah, maybe there's something there. Huh. Mm. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't think that's supposed to be the case. I think you, being able to see it in some way is good because of the, like, the potential to get um, boons or the potential to get barrier and stuff like off yeah. the spec, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, but I'd rather be green, you know? Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that would be a good idea. Yeah, that would be better. Yeah, you really um, need to see it for yourself to place it. Allies, I think that becomes a little cluttery. Yeah, that's true. Also, last but not least, um, if we are going to address the F2 thing and separate it into your um, your endurance and your other thing, if we're already looking at it, maybe we should look at it and see if they get a little something extra extra if you're not in uh, the Alliance uh, legend. That's true. You gain just, you know, energy instead of endurance, or you sacrifice endurance to gain energy. Oh, damn. Because mm -hmm. energy is really hard We're to get on Revenant, kind of. I may or may not have stayed in there because I, I'd be damned if I was going to drop eight bullets <laughs> of my... You said I worked hard for that. I'm not dodging. I'm not dodging. I'm helping you. I just need to get my health up. Oh, I'm Not loving sure. the uh, usage there of the catalyst. Good job, good job. Thank you, thank you, thank Love you. It. Using the nice abilities the best I can. You know, defending ourselves from the burning. That was very high good. plays, high plays. Oh god, oh god, the high plays. They, where do they go? <laughs> Coming in with that. Dad, why ability? did you vapor fall towards the boss? Yeah, just got damaged because everyone died. I, I changed the damage as so well. I'm just going to damage the boss because it might be quicker. Uh, any other thoughts about the trait lines? Ooh, oh, that's, the trait lines that's again, something uh, maybe talk about after the boss. 
<laughs> my brain is like, kill the boss. Let's kill this first. Yeah. Kill the boss. So we got the three grandmasters. I could talk to you. Oh yeah, you can I'm talk. Tell us yeah, what they are. Uh, we got the three grandmasters. We got the one that does a lot of damage. Uh, we got the and takes 150 endurance. We got the um, one that gives boons and does a little bit of damage and give and is 100 endurance. And then we got the one that gives barrier and healing and has 50 endurance. What do we have in the master level skills uh, traits? Does anybody remember? Master is uh, a lot about endurance. Reverse curse, you gain endurance for each target affected. Uh, on Scion's Trust, you gain endurance and give it to allies. And then Song of Arboreum gives vigor to allies and increases the effectiveness of the boon on yourself. Mm. So depending on what you're playing, that could be very 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 strong or not very strong at all you're talking yeah. about master <laughs> yeah middle you're talking about the middle line sorry at the moment uh, so yeah the, the masters okay. just the adept is leviathan's strength which right. f2 now refreshes the cooldown of alliance utility skills and the cooldown of f2 is increased MCD yeah, of Shing J is when activating Luxon or Kurzic abilities, you'll give Might or Regen, depending on which utility you use. Mm. And then the final one is Redemptor Sermon, which is just when you get to 50 health, you give a burst of healing to yourself and allies. Is the um, is the Might and Regeneration one the least interesting out of all of them? Yeah, probably. I th- no, I think the interesting is probably Leviathan's Strength. Yeah, really? but Leviathan's Strength, you can get your CDs back. That's 20 sec. Like, that's... What is it? Refreshes the cooldowns of Alliance abilities. So what? This is refreshes them. So if you happen to one. use all of your abilities and then pop F2, if you don't take the trait, it'll still go on the 10-second cooldown. But if you do take it, you can instantly use them again so long as you have the energy. But because Leviathan's Strength gives, well like, requires 25 energy to use... You probably aren't going to get a lot of use out of that. And then, so what it if you do it for the... one specific skill, like the one that gives you quickness? Uh, oh, that if you want to just go for like your self quickness and self sustained quickness, sure. But it does increase the cooldown to forty seconds. Oh. It doubles the cooldown, so it's oh. a little punish. It it is a very big sacrifice. So it could yeah. be used for like big, like for big spike damage or big big defense, I guess, in a way as well. Mm-hmm. Just depending on what it's, it's a, but it's it's got some play. Like I feel like that could be relevant for like a lot of situations. Whereas like the one stack of might, I guess I guess you're right, Kruf. Though like in Revenant, the cooldowns of their skills have never been really the concern. <laughs> it's mostly the energy. Yeah, but yeah. it is. Yeah. But it is yeah. with this. Yeah. It is with this though, because because you got two stun breaks. So you think about competitive. The, like, what's the cooldown on the stun break though? It's like ten seconds. The stun break. Yeah, energy but it's cost instant. PvP is thirty-five though. It's. I, but I got get I got thirty-five back quite quickly. Then I mean, yesterday I think I used it yesterday and it felt pretty good. I don't know. But then again, like you say, you haven't got the switch so for 40 seconds, so that's the downside. But then again, it yeah. is only like that first line, so it's not meant to be massively... It does feel like it could be an important thing. I don't know. I tried it yesterday. It felt, it felt okay. <laughs> but I feel like this one doesn't... The reason why this doesn't feel great... Um, I don't know. Just because it's, it's just that... Once that... Like, and you look up here... Are the 10 stacks of might i'm just like oh, i guess that would work quite well with that but then i don't i did try this redemptor's sermon as well and that felt good in the support build 
Yeah, okay. I mean, I think, you know, it probably will make mm. the flow a little faster for some people. Some of those, I mean, again, it's funny because we've had a mix of some passives that I think have really, like, they're really wild or really, really affect something in a dramatic way. And then some that are just like, yeah, I mean, that is probably fine. <laughs> like, yeah, that'll probably make this thing just a little bit easier, I guess. So it's it's kind of in between because I, I agree that I think sometimes if they're too underwhelming, it doesn't really feel like you can build a concept around that, um, like in and of itself. But sometimes, you know, if they're too niche or too big or too, you know, whatever it is, then it's like you get locked to just that one thing if that's what you're trying to do. So mm. I like that point that Cass said, actually, the, the lack of up. There isn't many upkeep skills in yeah. there as well. So that means that, yeah, your energy does come back because even just then... I mean, I know I'm not in combat or anything, but, like, the energy was coming back pretty quick. So I think, forget, like, in some of those other ones, like, you know, Herald or whatever, like, you forget, like, you're upkeeping quite a lot of different stuff, and there's quite big, big, heavy energy spenders in there. I don't know if the energy... I need to go and look at the other ones, how much energy our utilities cost. I, I, my revenant knowledge is very lacking in comparison to everything else. The energy upkeep skills have been really reduced over the years to where like impossible odds used to like consume all your energy but mm. now it only like degenerates it by one pip so they be okay. they've become extremely useful over the years so they're not too much of a energy consumer but if you maintain them for a long period of time of course like you'll see more like okay i'm not getting it as much energy as i could yeah mm. okay is there the anything thing uh, about the traits oh, though i want to talk about maybe the miners yeah 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 should we I go to think these are like really strong for well, miners. Let's, let's go to let's go to open world and run around <laughs> randomly, and we can we can talk more. Perfect. Um, Where do you want to go? Zone. Like heart of thorns or hero points. <laughs> Ooh. Go, I mean, you want to talk okay. about things, right? As well, we can. So we can like. Uh, you don't want to get wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get wrecked. I wish we all want to die today. You said you said heart of thorns hero point. Song out by Zach. Um, Ooh. Of uh, fighting the frog. Oh, the, but the one I'm going. To, what the oh one my down gosh, here? Gosh, that frog! I literally went yeah. to it. This is the one. This is the one, isn't it? <laughs> this one down here. I was like, I don't want. This is like the nightmare hero point in the game. <laughs> Everyone knows. Oh god! All right, let's not go there. Um, <laughs> just go to bed and bring. Like, go to the beginning bit and see if there's anything there. Um, okay. you have to check that out. Sorry, you were but, talking about um... traits traits i was really surprised to see that the vindicators minor traits are not separated on game mode they're all the same all right what okay. are the minor traits tell me balance and discord is you gain health and boons when swapping legends or when using alliance tactics while attuned to the legendary alliance stance this is like a thousand healing and also seven seconds of regen which gives you around another thousand healing not bad Depends, it's yeah, what you're using. very strong. Depends what you're using. And that's kind of what you were talking about with, like, the the tankiness. Mm -hmm. I, I'm kind of, like, a little worried that these miners are a little little too strong. Oh, I don't oh, actually think the regen is, is that is that in, needed. Is that in PV or also the that's same thing? In, in every game mode. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I didn't... Granted, I have not you know, delved into these from as much of a technical standpoint, nor did I take these classes specifically into things like PvP. So that's my disclaimer here. Um, but, like, I didn't feel as though it was wildly OP in and of itself, like, just from what I was feeling compared to how the other classes have played or going through it. 
I mean, maybe yes, if you like really, really niche build it and stuff like that, it might be. But I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't get the sense that it was just like wildly overpowered. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. It, it just needs a little tuning. It's not. I think there's the potential. PvP, it's fine, but in PvP, because it gives you that boon access, you basically gain a guaranteed uh, access to that Ventari trait that gives you barrier for each boon you have. So mm -hmm. it becomes a little tanky just with the minor traits. And then when you mm -hmm. look at the other one, Empire Divided, it gives you a flat 240 power so long as you're above 50% uh -oh. and flat 240 healing power if you're below it. So you're able to self-sustain even more if you are getting low. Yeah. And in PvP, I think the numbers are maybe a little too high. They're, they're <laughs> very strong miners and they are very flavorful and I like them. But I think... I was more so surprised not to see that they were unique per game mode. I gotcha. Or that they were not unique that's, per that's game mode. That's okay, though. I <laughs> yeah. think that, that's okay. We're at that stage where, you know, I think they, they can be... They've got so much time. Like, that's definitely yeah, yeah. There's something yeah. which can be, you know... Just to point it out, because yeah. I was really... It's been lovely to see that for a lot of these elite specializations, they've hit almost every single skill or trait to really at least attempt to balance it into the different game modes, which has been lovely to see. I definitely am, like, feeling like I'm surviving more, though, so I agree with you, even, like, in PvE as well. Um, but again, you know, how much does that matter when I'm roaming around trying to survive? That's probably good for a player, right? <laughs> it does matter. Difficulty um... matters. No, it does matter. I agree. I mean, but, like, if a class is yeah. too punishing and it feels, yeah. like, inaccessible in a way, right? Like, where you just can't stay alive, you can't survive, like, you're really struggling, it's not fun to play. And, like, I think that's a totally valid Rev is definitely in open world wandering, you yeah, know? Yeah, Rev is definitely more of the, more, like, if you go full damage, it's definitely more of the, I would say more, more of a challenging spec than most to stay alive with if you don't know the skills that well. You know, like, especially if you're going, like, Herald and flipping, I don't know, assassin shiro or you're going for like you know i don't because with this like i'm jumping into vindicare and i'm like oh i've got this you know i can back out if i want to do that i can heal myself i can heal my allies i can also dodge and get a massive amount of might or barrier it feels very i i love the i love that barrier like i really like the grandmaster traits i actually really like them i think there's one maybe <laughs> that could be changed which one is it I, d I don't know about Death Drop. Creepy said you played with Death Drop a bit. I haven't yes, played with it. Death Drop is, is a good? lot of fun. Is it good damage or is it like... How much, uh, in PvP, how much damage can you get that up to? Single um, I've gotten like 5k. Really? Wow. On the, I, see, on the drop I, saw, that's pretty cool. I think I saw somebody do 10k once, if that's possible. Whoa! If you get a lot of might or vulnerability, it hits Ooh. very, very hard. And you also gain a 15% damage increase for 15 seconds. Which is a decent yeah. duration. So you and you can probably get a second death drop off of that. Yeah, <laughs> if you take certain time. traits that give you endurance, like if you use alliance tactics and you're taking reverse curse, which gives mm -hmm. you endurance for each enemy you hit or target, which you can one? get it the curse. back okay. pretty quickly. All right, I'm using that now. Let's try. Let's go. <laughs> Um, I mean, a lot of that does, though, depend on, right, like, using a ton of other things in, like, I mean, I would say, like, high competitive play, right? Mm -hmm. So... In World v. World, that would be good. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, it's something that... Oh, yeah. Is, you know, using the class well, I guess you could say, yes. or using it yeah. efficiently or Or using it in specific mode, right? Where you yeah. say, like, is what you say, and I think as well, like, whether or not it's relevant, like, in World v. World, like, those traits together would be very good because of the amount of targets yeah. you're hitting, or farming at big events, and then maybe even raids on, like, big 
you know, if you're going against a ton of mobs and there's other than like single bosses, you might change around. And that's why what I really like about Guild Wars 2, some, um, sometimes it doesn't happen as much as I would like. I feel like they might be trying to go down this road a little bit more, maybe, where you're even trying to change some of your own traits according to how fights are maybe in campfire. I'm hoping that's a little bit more of a thing, because I know people do change depending on, on some raids and different fights. Like, you know, I know as Druid, I may change my heal over if I'm going for, like, you know, Gorsaval compared to... Like, I'm not going to probably use my spirit. I'll probably use my trap more because of the burst healing and yeah, the condition yeah. removal for example and like there's one thing that i like to change and just to be like yeah i don't have to run the same stuff all the time because it's just the bad thing to use you know we're moving around more maybe the spirit isn't as useful i don't know different things so so i, I kind of like that idea i'm kind of hoping that they're playing into that a little bit more especially with the idea of strikes as well um yeah yeah. And I think the point earlier that was made about this class, which is interesting to me, is, um, and of course, like, your gear and the stuff that you have is going to be a little different, but I do like the idea of flexibility in Vindicator, and that, you know, if you're doing something and you find, like, oh, gosh, we really do actually just need a bit more support or we need some more of this thing, you know, you swap those gear sets, and it's not like you're having to, like, log out, change to a different class, do the thing, come back in with, like, I like that, you know... In and of itself, I think it offers you more options rather than less, mm -hmm. which, like you were kind of saying, Jeb, with the idea of how Guild Wars 2, I think, shines in the way that it addresses many, many, many questions and kinds of content, you know? And for specific things like, um, you know, this particular ability, what are all the different answers to the question of what do we do against this? Um, I think that it gives you good options. And hopefully with stuff like specific things that might be, yes, really frustrating in modes like World versus World, with more testing, more, you know, things there, we might see some of those, yes, maybe become a limited or unique per PV, like unique per mode kind of thing yeah. to address it. Yeah. Um, but like in and of itself, I think that it has a lot to build on. And like everybody was saying earlier, the polish is there for Vindicator in a way that like, hmm, a catalyst that I'm doing right now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it feels coherent to me as an idea, <laughs> you know? Like, even with it doing a lot of stuff, like, I feel as though there's a lot of flexibility to it and that that's fun, you know? Yeah. I yeah. think that's interesting. And it gives you... You don't feel restricted. You don't feel like you're being put in the punishment corner for what you might want to do with the class. You can just kind of do it. <laughs> Are you taking Death Drop right now, Jabro? Yeah. Would you mind dodging? Oh. Yeah, I can see the white line of yours. Oh, okay. That's all. Yours yeah. seemed a bit bigger one, than mine. One thing about the dodges I would maybe like to see is maybe different spell effects to better tell which oh, dodge you're using. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, that is a good idea. Because they are all the same. So if you're fighting someone, of course, this is mostly... But if you're an enemy, enemy, like, can you... Because yeah, I can't yeah. remember playing versus a Vindicator, to be fair. But maybe I just don't want to be in that dodge in anyway. The, it's also like a nice little flare if they do decide to differentiate the the spell effect depending on which dodge you're take, taking. I think just visual visual information is also very important. In people. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think that would be huge for sure. That would definitely help, um, especially because those have you know such different effects. Jesus. Having an idea of what you're going up against in that split second when you have to make a decision <laughs> would be helpful for sure. And especially too because like the culmination of those trait lines is like built around you know those drops so that's like a pretty big foundational thing with that you know 
class. Also, and they're grandmasters. So yeah. and they're grandmasters. Also in PvP, uh, do you guys have that issue where if you see uh, a vindicator playing against you and they dodge, it's this weird like animation where they they're like teleporting mm -hmm. in between being gone and not gone and moving yeah. around like this. I yeah. didn't see that. I don't. Remember. I don't think I played versus many yet. I was one, but I was still having too much fun. The the drop is really long. <laughs> really yeah. Long. Yeah. And Maybe that drop is longer, but it's strong. It's strong. It's very strong. I think I'd prefer the ten sides of map. Might personally, but just personally, really, just in in PvP and stuff. I think it could be I fun. Really, definitely be fun though. I really find it funny that okay, so. I, it works because it's a 15% damage boost, but like let's say in raids or whatever and, and you're just trying to optimize your DPS In order to optimize your DPS to get that 15% boost you have to Remove yourself from the fight for like three seconds uh, <laughs> You have to be like, okay, first window. Bye. I'm gone. I won't be doing DPS for three seconds uh, But it's the same actually it's the same thing with the Bladesworn kind of you, yeah. you remove yourself from DPS for five mm -hmm. seconds in order to do you know, a 500,000 damage hit. <laughs> okay, well... It's, it's cool, though. It's cool, though. I mean, I like that... I like that it changes things up and does it in a different way, you know? I think that it, it changes up your flow of battle and what you expect, especially with, like, how you might time it or use it versus a dodge roll. Yeah. Okay, We're well, I'm so gonna, I'm to gonna having, quickly like, give oh. you, like, a little tiny bit of news as well, just because just we like to do it live. And then if you can continue with your point in two seconds, sorry. Uh, World be World stuff looks like there's some some issues. Uh, hi all, we've encountered a number of issues, and thank you for the link in chat, by the way. With the initial bear of world restructuring, we decided that our best course of action is to revert back to the World versus World linking system while we address these problems. We're going to cycle the World v World maps, forcing players to out, sending players back to their original worlds, and then bring World v World back up. Map state, score, etc. will remain the same. Thank you for your patience and participation. We've learned a lot and we'll be looking to run in another attempt in a few weeks. So Ooh, it's unfortunately okay. not gone very well. Um, well, you know, everything else big, has been so smooth. So. It's a big system. <laughs> I think if I think this is... I, I do have a feeling that this is going to take a long bit longer than they may yeah. have originally thought. With the, if, yeah. I think it's a lot. Um, Did you guys it's reworking um, it from the ground up? So yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that they. I'm like glad it. that they're. Um, they started doing the alliance betas this early. Before yes. This oh my god! I just thought yes. like because they were like if they didn't test any of these and then they're like with the expansion here it is and then we had this situation. It's good to test these things early. Yeah. Did you yeah. guys listen to? Okay, so Teapot had an interview with Grouch and. Did Aiden not see that actually yet. No. Um, Way back, uh, not way back, but like last week. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. Uh, for the Alliance beta. Did you guys listen to that at all? I didn't get A little bit, yes. Know. Okay. Um, yeah, I got, I, I, I don't know. Actually, we should probably just be talking about the Vindicator stuff. Vindicator, <laughs> 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 we, we're good with. I mean, we're, we're not going to talk about what I was going to do. Was I was actually going to do play the Wild v Wild stuff and actually have a podcast on it mm -hmm. next week, but that's not going to happen now. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Damn it, my plan's gone. Well, I mean... F in chat. 
It's one of those things where this is exactly why they do it, you know? Like, not only is it great to let people, like, try it out, but really fundamentally, it's to make sure that what they're doing can handle the people and the loads and all of the changes and everything. So it's unfortunate this one had to end short, but, I mean, just like you were all saying. (laughs) Definitely short. We have until February, you know? And that's, like, when you look at other games that I think really test this stuff in like the month before an expansion drops or something um and who probably aren't even completely overhauling fundamental systems in the game uh if they had done something like that here in guild wars 2 it would have been a huge issue so i mean it's really good that they planned ahead for this because this was probably the last thing they wanted to see with it but something that was like one of the contingencies you know well if it is broken (laughs) it does seem yeah i think it's a little broken my understanding is that one of the issues is that you choose what guild you want to be part of an alliance for for it, but for some reason people who chose a certain guild, like that guild was split up into different realms anyway. Yeah. So mm. I, I think, uh, yeah, I'm glad that, that they're readdressing that because I, I think that's pretty fundamental to the alliance system. Do I do a dungeon? I'm, I'm on, uh, on Catalyst right yes. now. Yes! Let's gonna do, do a dungeon. It. Who's this? Who's this person? They're in your guild. Uh, what? They're called Bedazzle Kapow. Oh, is this Kaz? Wait, who is this? Oh, that might be... Is that Masaga? I don't. That's Masaga, <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh, hey. Hello. Oh, hello. Great sword, isn't it? Oh, you've got the finger great sword. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Masaga's like, that is me. It's me. My child. Yeah, bro, if you are going to do a World vs. World uh, thing when it actually comes back up again... I have feelings, so I, I'm I'm happy to talk about it. I mean, yeah, look, I would true. love it if you could all orient me, let me be the, like, little babby to a piece of content in the game, and you can all, like, get me into World versus World, because I never, yes. I went into it, I got my war, like, my war claw and stuff, but I've never gone deep into the actual, you know, bigger picture Well, we can play, it. we can Mostly do, and uh, we can do, and the Lightbringers plays World v. World. Yeah, and then we can just build totally some ideas and think about it. the alliance system. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't even have to do it in, in the alliance. We can do it before and during as well. <laughs> I would love it. Because yeah, I would like to get it. into it. It just always... I held off because of exactly this, right? Most of the people that I wanted to play with and I that I really would have enjoyed running around with, we were almost never paired up together. Yeah. And obviously, as an arena net partner, like there is some flexibility, you know, with being able to, to do servers and things. But it was something where I never knew if I was going to be able to go back to my home world, and I wasn't mm-hmm. totally sure. And I was like, I don't know. I would just rather a system come about where we could all play together and nobody has to be left out or anything like that's that. That's the thing, you know? right? Yeah, so, exactly. I agree completely. I'm being left out. That's the big. That's the big. Yeah. Thing. And yeah. I've always been like that. I love when you get when you're like, oh yeah, we can go onto this server, and there's just one person who doesn't have the thing, and you're like, mm-hmm. I can't or when Jebro says you're not coming back to next week's podcast, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, like when everybody else is having fun going into World versus World, and Boots is made to go sit outside. <laughs> yeah, come, come to my favorite dungeon in the game. Come to my favorite before, dungeon again. I haven't done this in so long. Honor of yes. the Waves. One? Honor of the go? Waves is my favorite dungeon oh, in the yeah. game. Before we move on to Blaze Runner Catalyst. Sure. Yes. I would give. I would like to give you a quick sneak peek of my, uh, my, uh, <laughs> my world versus world alliances this... oh, okay. opinions, and okay, that is, all right, all right. And you and very I think quick. You guys have heard this before. I have concerns. I think everyone. <laughs> oh, I think they have. Con- you. I have concerns. I think they Just based have on concerns. Some things I've been, <laughs> you know, broken. looking at and paying attention to. I have a few concerns, but it's okay. I think it, it's good that we are in beta. 
and I will talk to you guys about that later. I think everyone's going to pile on one place. That's my concern. <laughs> I think you're going to get some really big possible, girls. Actually. I mean, I know, I know like numbers wise, yeah, but I think the numbers are quite big. I think numbers are actually very big for that to to not even be for that to be like a a big problem. But I don't know. You never know. Anyway, let's talk about catalyst. Um, okay. Oh, we're gonna oh, be for a long time. Straight to that one. Oh, dang. Okay. All right. Honestly, all right, we probably right. should have started with Catalyst because we probably have a lot to say. <laughs> well, I mean, some, some. I jumped into Catalyst yeah. and I went to. I got my hammer and I was like, "Let's go. Where are we gonna go?" So, I, so normally I go to Ore first. I know, I know, Kruf, you go to Ore sometimes to test things as well against the giants. But I, I just like used to like all the consistency of mobs then realized that everyone else was going then there was no mobs so i had to run around trying to find him and i was like oh god this is like um but i jumped onto hammer first and i was like this weapon is very underwhelming um in in part because of just different i don't know it just it just felt underwhelming i don't know why specifically i felt like i feel like I've, one one thing i liked was the fact that we've most of the skills like when you went from different achievements to achievement a lot of them did transfer over quite well so if you went on the third skill obviously you had the um little thingy that went around you the coil whatever it's called um you had like a blast in the same place like some kind of defensive ability in the same place the same number on on your ability bar and everything else thought that was cool but then I was like, what are you trying to do with this hammer? Is this is this a damage? Is this a support? Is this just a hybrid? Is this a tanky? Is this bruiser? There's not much CC. And there's so I feel like the hammer is undecided. If it was if I feel like it is an undecided person who doesn't know what it wants to be and what it wants to do. And I don't know if that's okay. And I don't know and I don't know if that's that's a good thing. So that's just the first thought I had about hammer. So what I wanna what I wanna do is first of all, because I feel like there are a lot of opinions in this and maybe we can pick it apart a little bit more um kind of in a row rather than just talk about all the things you don't like. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, let's yeah. talk first about the hammer, uh specifically as as a catalyst. Not necessarily the build, or maybe where you think it fits, but like who wants to jump in and just talk about their feelings about the hammer first, really? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I was okay. literally just testing this right before stream today. I was hopping nice. for the first time. And like just the just the hammer alone. Um I actually really love the idea of the wheels. The the wheel element, which I think to me feels like one of the biggest draws of the feature of the hammer. Because you're mm -hmm. right in that like because you can switch between the different elemental attunements, and there's so much else going on with this class. It's kind of hard to tell exactly what the hammer is supposed to be doing, but for me, what I looked at was the specific unique thing that makes this weapon, like, it's a special feature of this weapon, which for me was that wheel. And unfortunately, right now, although I like the idea of it, um... I, and I say this, like, with this being the class I was most looking forward to, right? I was uh -oh, so same, excited yeah. about this. But, like, what is even happening? Like, it's so weird. The duration on this. And, like, in theory, the idea is that when you're using this elemental wheel, right? So you use it in one aspect and it creates this little orb that flies around you, um, mm -hmm. which is great. And then the idea being that, in my mind, I would probably get that up. That would give me some kind of, you know, bonus. It does that ongoing damage. And while it was doing that, much like any other dot or condi in a game, I would then do a couple other things in that element 
and then I'd switch to the next element, which in theory should, you know, extend out my um, my jade sphere. And in that next element, I'd add that next one into the wheel, and it would like build more of the momentum. And I'd start doing more, and then I'd do some more stuff in that element, and then I'd go to the next one, and so on and so forth. But unfortunately, right now that theory just does not work mm. like the timing and duration on these is so short like mm, it's yeah. so short that in order to use them i almost have to like immediately um, toggle through every single one activate the wheel and then when i have all of them up hope there's an enemy nearby because then i can't hold on to it for too long so i just got to use the special grand finale ability to send them all flying at an enemy because they can't really be overlapped in a satisfying way to keep that ongoing bonus damage so it's like it's okay to me if it's something where they wanted this to be like your burst ability your grand finale as it is but it feels like I literally get punished for doing anything else with the weapon mm. while trying to maintain the wheel. And like, I just don't think that feels good. I think if that's the unique feature of your weapon, then you've got to lean into the design of that wheel. You need to make it something that like is part of the flow and that you can, I would think, keep up all the time <laughs> and then detonate it like specific moments for burst damage. <laughs> I don't know. How does everybody else feel? To me, that's where I found the biggest disconnect with this weapon. I think like, is that like is that and then and that's worth talking about as well because it did feel like that you know from the trailer that was the case that this was such a big feature of it and then when I'm playing it I really don't care. <laughs> I really don't care about maintaining yeah. it because I'm like it's too difficult. It's too much effort because I'm not yeah. using anything else. I think that's a good point. Sorry, Kreef. I Oh, uh, it is a good point, actually. I think I, I don't mind it that much. I think that, that it does need to be adjusted in that I think that the balls are in a weird spot going around you. If you've got I Juggernaut think... as well, they look all the same. Just different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah look, like if you got the Juggernaut, yeah, that's, that's silly. Um, it uh, it's cool. kind of cool, though. But it does look silly. cool, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, if it's 40, 450 away from you, it's like you could be on top like if you're fighting something more more than likely you're going to be on top of the thing you're fighting um and then it's not going to be hitting your target because it's going to be too far away from your target it's going to be just rotating around you yeah. uh so that's a little weird but I, I understand that they put it there because they because the hammer is kind of a weird little hybrid of ranged and and melee in that the 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 fire and the lightning are both ranged 600 and the other one is uh, is uh, is melee, so like I understand why they put it at 450, but I don't like that it can you can make it so that it doesn't hit when you're in melee and also doesn't hit when you're at ranged, you know? Yeah, it's a weird middle. It like tries to cover every single unit of range to the maximum of 600, but it's a little weird to use. I think the the uh, the the fix for that is just to make the like the hitbox for those things bigger, so that when you are on top of something, it'll still be hitting, and when you are at max range, it'll still be hitting. Yeah. Also, there's a good point in the chat that Nolan brings up because I noticed this too. The fact that the orbs don't like it, it like they whenever you hit them, they will then be added into the circle means that there are some times where you have like three orbs who are all in the exact same spot on the wheel and they're like mm. overlapped so you can't even totally tell without actually scrolling over yeah, the no, you know like buff themselves which ones are still even up like it's, it's very it, difficult it also messes with the actual damage activation time on it so if they were all equally spread out 
you'd be getting a hit every like quarter half a second but if they're all in the same spot you have to wait for all of them to circle around to get one stronger hit which in theory adds like a lot of complexity but i like i kind of like the finickiness of it i really I don't. do i like in theory i would but well, it requires so much attention to where the orb is when you yeah. cast the other yeah. one and it's a cast time Could it be... so it's like and it's this is a the thing lot. of it. Like, while I agree that I think the finesse of it has potential as far as a skill ceiling, at the same yeah. time, though, there is so much other stuff going on with this mm. class that having to micromanage the pacing of just literally a weapon that you could swap out. You know what I mean? It's like, if we're making this the unique feature of the hammer, then I think it needs to be something that, again, paired with the other stuff in this elite specialization and, like, how you would be using that weapon, yeah. it, like, works and rolls into the flow. Versus being something that, like, in and of itself, if you just want to use that feature on the weapon, you have to micromanage so intensely that the, like, three other things you're trying to micromanage in this class, like, n and none of them dovetail well. So it's, like, mm. none of them have a really good flow that I can find to, like, micromanage oh. all of them together. How, how how would it be i mean maybe if it was just more of a i mean because i think we've got you don't really have like the putting down the um the sphere like i mean i think you know first of all i thought that could have been like the gyro thing but that doesn't really matter that doesn't even have to be above your head you can just look at the cooldown i feel like that orb could be just like the gyros sticking above your head but just a bit bigger rather than this thing yeah. spinning around and just have this like you know, one fire, one one water, and then one uh, for whatever, and just have these smaller little. What, what does it look like? Like, um, there's Would another that be ability. too confusing with also your jade sphere up there? Yeah. I don't know if the jade. I can't see my jade sphere most of the time. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you I can. can. When only I put when it you out, use it. Only when you use it. Oh yeah, And then it's like just in the area of the AOE. It's not above you, so it's not like a gyro at all. It's actually yeah. like a, the only time it's like a gyro is when you like throw it. It's like Another... the it's like the um, function gyro actually. That's the only thing it's yeah. like in terms of gyros because it's actually so, a target thing, thing, thing as well. About the uh, jades, uh, about those fears, about the thingamajigs. Uh, <laughs> it is that uh, okay? So I don't. First of all, do you guys know? Because I know they did a competition uh, with Hardstuck uh, for DPS for each of the classes, like a DPS competition. Right. Uh, we uh, Blade Sworn is is a little bit high, uh, with fifty seven thousand DPS, uh, and I I don't remember what Vindicator was. I've got to go down here and kill the boss, haven't I? Uh, so I, I think Blade Sworn was top number one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember uh, what Vindicator was? No. I think Ellie was. This one wasn't Ellie quite high. Ellie it was, was decent. I think it was like on a large hitbox. It was like forty thousand approximately. I think it was forty-seven. So it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think That's the okay. issue with it though is that like <laughs> twenty half of that DPS was from those little orbs that flight around you with a hammer, right? Mm -hmm. Because it has a weird functionality of when you have a large hitbox, it hits the target like six times more often than. You, or, like, oh. more than that, actually. Like, 11 times more often than it would if it was just a normal hitbox. Oh, okay. Uh, so, great, but I don't think <laughs> that... <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that that's something that should be designed, right? Like, you don't want no. a small hitbox to have 20k DPS and then a large hitbox to be 40k DPS just because I mean, of one skill that's hitting way too many times. So Unless you make that the core of what you're doing, right? Like... 
Or unless yeah. that is like, you know, the rest of the balance of that weapon is according to it. Like, I like the idea of like being able to cover more ground and do more and get more hit. Like, I like that idea. It just doesn't feel like how this is all structured, <laughs> you know? I, I don't know. It feels like um, if that were the case in theory, you would think that a lot of the potencies of the weapon would be lower. And then like, you would try and keep this up again as much as possible as opposed to like a burst hit. I. I don't know. I just have so many, like I have so many questions about this one, honestly, because I think in theory it like it works. In theory, it would work well together, right? So in theory, I if you I'm can using... kill yourself using <laughs> the vindicator, Saint Urn, just little little tidbit. Yeah, you if you didn't know, <laughs> yeah. you can kill yourself. Or you can kill um, yourself. Yeah. But like in well, theory, well. for me with this one, right? My idea would be if I'm using hammer, I get the elements up, I get them rotating and rolling, then I get my actual like my zones down again. And then I use my abilities within those zones, and each time that I'm swipping or swapping between the attunements, that boosts up the duration of my wells. And then when I'm in those attunements, that again uh, I can use that three skill to extend out the rotation of all the orbs around me. Which I'm fine if that's the bulk of my damage. Like if that's what I'm doing, and it's kind of like a unique condi where it, like that persistent damage is what raises my threshold. Like I'm fine with that. And then maybe you can choose to, like, finish somebody off with that huge hit if you want. So, like, in theory, all of that should work together. And I've seen in chat talking about how Ellie is kind of like a piano class. And I'm like, that's fine to me. But what has to work right is that just like you would keep rhythm or keep meter in a song that you're playing on the piano, right? You also have to actually have a kind of pacing with the durations and the actual note values if we're going to keep extending this metaphor out. Um, that actually fits together in a satisfying way. And for me right now, it doesn't feel like these components come together. So it feels like, you know, I put down my well, but like it doesn't organically all work together so that as I am using these different things within the timed durations that I have within them, like if I execute it all just right, it lines up in these little niches and then like I'm able to optimize everything. Like, I don't mind that idea in theory, it's just that right now it feels like the flow is so all over the place. It's like, I get this up, but then it doesn't actually extend it enough to keep it up if I switch between the thing, but then I can't even use this, so then I have to run back. Just talking about that first guard. <laughs> like, like that, that's yeah, so like, here's was... my first impressions of the hammer. <laughs> I mean, what, well, I mean, I think, they... I, I think Rook, like, what, just to round up what Rook is saying, and then, and then Kreef, definitely, definitely to you, but like, I think, I think Rook as well, like, you're talking so much about how, like, that trailer did sell that third skill as well, and if they're gonna sell that skill, that should be, like, a main, like, it is a part of it because i think it and like it doesn't Did really it? flow between the the achievements i mean it was a big so, it was this big I thought they were thing, selling right? the sphere they called I mean, them that well, as well correct but that i felt well. like i didn't really get that much of a sense of like the third skill being a main feature I yeah think we, absolutely we saw the yeah, third skill and we were like oh this yeah. is great yeah. i didn't i was like oh no? sphere. i think that was the main well, i thought me, I felt a lot that people. feels like the selling point the unique mechanism perfectly into what my feeling is about the hammer and the spheres. Okay. They are trying to do too much with Elementalist. They went a little too too broad strokes really? with this. Really? With Catalyst. For the hammer. Weaver is more hectic than this. I, I want to no, hear your explanation. I think of that. Weaver is Weaver, there's a lot of skills, but it's very specific in what it does. It's a bruiser or it does high damage. In the case of 
the catalyst, it's covering so many grounds that you don't really do any of them perfectly. You can't specialize necessarily into one thing. You're doing a lot. And with the hammer, let's go, let's go. I actually dislike the orb mechanic and think it would, as drastic as it is, be better if they completely deleted all of the attunement third skills. It feels a little too much like a core profession mechanic. And with yes, the F5 yes. being added to it, it's almost like you're balancing two core profession mechanics. Additionally, there's not that many fields on it. So the hammer, while you can combo, there's no field access. And so yes, it just feels like you're relying problem. on these spheres, which we'll get to in a minute, but... I so agree with you, you 110%. And that's what I was trying to say. It wasn't necessarily that, like, I think I was hyper-fixating on the, the hammer ability itself. Like, okay. I understand that the hammer ability is, like, not the core functionality, right? Of, like, the class that this F5 skill that we have with the Jade Spheres technically is. But to me, it feels like this was designed to pair. It feels like yeah. these were designed to be two class mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's like, exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Of yeah, yeah, balancing those two because they are both theoretically they dovetail into you swapping between your attunements, mm -hmm. extending the duration, you using these abilities that you know if you use them within the field, and then you have this ongoing elemental damage around you, which you know with the auras and all kinds of stuff. In theory, to me that's like the concept of the class so it feels weird that like if that was something they were going to put in hammer versus the actual class itself as some sort of other ability that you're using it feels weird to me that it almost like being on hammer feels I'm trying i would to figure like out how to, to say exactly. i it agree 100 <laughs> i agree 100 this so if you remember when we did lightbringers when the guild check came out that is that is like the concern I had with uh, Elemental, with the Catalyst. That was like the thing I said about Catalyst that I was a little bit worried about, is that because of the fact that with, with a two-handed weapon, with, uh, with this new elite spec, you have to design 20 new skills. Uh, it feels like they put a lot of effort into the fact that they have to design 20 new skills for it. And then they were like, okay, we'll make it really interesting so that people actually use these 20 new skills rather than just go back to their old weapons. And so to make it really interesting, they made the the, the third skill there that does really interesting things. Um, but unfortunately, it feels like that ended up being like 60 to 70% of the design of the spec in its entirety. Because all you get yeah. when you don't have the hammer is the well, quote unquote well, um and and like the trait lines and the trait lines are okay the trait lines are okay mm -hmm. i but it, personally i only really like one of the minor traits as like a really interesting design aspect of the of the catalyst right. the rest of it i could take or leave kind of um <laughs> <laughs> but uh so yeah so yeah if you're not playing your hammer and a lot of people are switching to like dagger dagger instead of hammer because of the fact that right now uh the hammers you know if you're only playing it three days so far it's hard to get the hang of <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's hard to get the hang of so they uh, turn to some things that are that, that they're more familiar with and feel better to them mm -hmm. um on top of that it's possible that the hammer itself is a little bit janky like jebra was talking about that it's not exact it didn't really um janky is a good word 
<laughs> in description. It's, it's, it's one of those words uh, on like, the you know, The hybrid mix of range and melee and other things it's trying to do a little bit too much, maybe. Um, Sorry. That wasn't to yeah. you. That was to the where we are in the in the story <laughs> in the yeah. in the, yeah. in the yeah. dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, making good points. Also, Keep going. I saw in chat, and I just wanted to mention really quick. Like, I hope that this whole conversation was prefaced by this is just the beta. Absolutely, like we've been Absolutely. talking about that a ton. We know things are gonna, and this goes for everybody. Things are gonna be changed. Things are gonna be adjusted. This is not in any way, shape, or form the final. But part of this feedback process is literally giving feedback, right? Like, how yeah. do oh. these things feel? Which is why mm -hmm. we have these discussions. If you've but this never goes for been everybody. there, yeah. like, Enjoy what you enjoy and so have fun, me, and it'll be in development. So, so for me, I say I think the feedback I would give okay. is, I you know what I like the skill three on hammer, and yes, I would prefer it to be like because it's so interesting a, a mechanic, or should be so interesting a mechanic. Mm -hmm. uh, I would prefer it to be not just tied to hammer, like you were saying, Rook. Mm -hmm. I, I prefer it to be part of the the, the spec itself somehow. Um, Let's just say it is stuck on Hammer. Fine. The rest of Hammer needs tweaks. Uh, it definitely feels like a lot of the skills uh, are... Feel like they want... Because you, you know with the well, you get uh, quickness basically free in air. Mm -hmm. So you're Who's probably going to have 100% mobile phone. time if you're playing this properly. Um, so it feels like all of the Hammer skills are tuned timing wise mm -hmm. to if you always have 100% quickness so it feels like all the skills are a little too slow okay. um, and on top of that some of them are just not that useful but uh, overall it's not that bad like if you had quick if, if, if all the hammer skills were tuned so that you had 100% quickness, but when you don't have... Well, why is uh, everybody dead? I don't oh. know. <laughs> <laughs> I could actually res you with my signet, which I do have. <laughs> like... uh, so, yeah, I think I think the animations had to be changed a little bit on some of them. Uh, yeah. I think... I mean, I don't want to go over all 20 skills. I think I could have yeah. feedback for each skill and give, like, a little bit of feedback for each of them. Um... But well, here's the, here's the question. I mean, did, did did people try? Wow, what the flip was that? Did that was just some ultimate. By the wall. I oh, I just got absolutely wrecked. Can you res me? Res me. Ooh. It's Harry. It's Harry. Oh no! I was trying to get my heal. We all down. died. What is the mechanic for this fight? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I destroy the wall of ice. I have to destroy. I think you have to light up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I you forgot. guys appreciate that I got myself oh. killed on purpose right at the beginning of the fight so that I can start talking. <laughs> yeah, great Thank job. You. No, that's it. That's, that's what like so, what I said earlier. It's just difficult today. <laughs> trying to get used to. Oh yeah, and another thing I don't, I feel a little gripe, a little thing about the skill is that the well. Is so if you don't use the hammer, all you really have is the well and the crates, and all the well does. And the well's good. I, I we like have to the keep. Well we have to not say well though. It's not a yes. well. Sorry, I like the sphere. Good <laughs> uh, people get confused. I like you know the sphere because I mean, if you wanted to play it that way, if you wanted to be a boon buffer, yeah, it could be very useful. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's pretty strong for quickness, for other, uh, for protection, for might, for other boons. Uh, but when you're not doing that, when you're not doing that standstill, I'm buffing a raid that's standing still uh, situation, 
it becomes much, much less useful. Like if you're doing general PVE and you have to move around, not that useful. If you're doing World what do you World, think? You now this around. is where I was going to go, Boots. Where do you think? What do you think can be done to change that? Say I think. Okay, number one, on. I think that uh, the recall of the well. Okay. Right now, it removes all of your energy and puts it on its full cooldown. Whoa! Why? Sorry, no, why no, no, really yes. no, 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 we got absolutely annihilated, sorry, I was like, what is that, Bailey, what I happened the there? Sure they're still not dead. What the flipping hell, sorry, mate, that was ridiculous, what was that damage? Jesus, this is story mode. The ice ball is taking some damage, though. What? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that was ridiculous. We all just got one shot. <laughs> we need your help, Boots. So yeah, right now when you recall the well, uh, it yeah. it does it removes all of the energy you stored up, and <laughs> also puts it on a full cooldown. And I think that's way too punishing, considering yeah. in almost every game mode, people are just gonna move out of your well really quickly. <laughs> Um, and also, you want to be in your well for the buffs, and you can't just stay in that well in almost every game mode. You can't just no. stay there and do nothing. Especially if you're using hammer and you have to be in melee. I was, see, uh, I was, I was hoping you were going to say something specific that you didn't say. I'm waiting for you to say it. Oh, okay. Are you talking about the well in particular? I'm talking about the sphere, yeah. What could be done instead because it's in place that is done, literally was changed to one other class? Oh, yeah, you could, you could make it so that it just follows you like a gyro. There or you go. can move it oh! at, at well. I don't. Like I, I prefer, yeah. yeah. Oh, the gyro exactly. idea is awesome. I prefer that it's not it's like that, that you don't move oh. it like it, it just poofs it with I it, think with there's a real so simple answer to this. It's like the recall just recalls it to your current location. Oh, I like that. There it is. Mm, yeah. I, Instead I don't of know. destroying it, it just. No, I like the destroy. It. I like the, the destroy because I like the mm. idea that you can you not have it anymore. But the no, that's like a thing which the core to your kit, and you have to spend so much time to build up that energy. I would yeah. never destroy it. But what if you don't want it, and it just continuously drains energy from you, and you want to get rid of it so you can store but that energy? you don't energy use later. energy on anything yeah. else, so you just attune yeah. swap. And honestly, I have more trouble, I think, having it active when I would even want to use it than like I don't even know in what world I would I would deactivate it at this point. To be completely honest, yeah, I have never <laughs> said I'm gonna get more out of this if I destroy it. <laughs> I like, mean, maybe I, if they something that in could be an option was, with like, traits. Really yeah, why not? Or it, like, you could use it to sacrifice to boost some other element of the class, mm. but like. I just I think, see. I think if you recall it, it shouldn't go on full cooldown. It should just go on like a four second cooldown or something. Yeah. And on yeah, top yeah, yeah. of that, it doesn't remove all your energy. It just removes a small amount of energy. I think the, the, you if you had it. that play around it, I think I feel like you're right. I kind of like the idea that you have different options with it rather than it's just that thing that you have on the ground and then you can extend the boons rather because it does feel really like like you were kind of saying like it is confused between and like kind of everyone said as well like you know if that's the core mechanic like the gyro is the mechanic of a scrapper you know gyros are a thing you know maybe circulate the, the class a little bit more around that because you've got loads of different things you've got like in the traits you bet it's barely about that as well <laughs> like it's a little bit about it but it feels like and then you've got what is it called the empowerment um thingamajig what's it called i can't remember uh, elemental empowerment yeah elemental, elemental empowerment, empowerment which yeah. is another thing on top of everything else which we haven't even got to yet it just feels like there's just I like when you all said like there's so much I'm just thinking about it, there is 
so much <laughs> to a this. Lot happening. Yeah, there's like, where do you even go? And I'm like, I'm pl- I'm not even playing with Hammer now because it's just too much. So I'd go with, I am actually just staff trying to heal randomly at times. It's tough because like on oh. one hand, I don't, again, because we talked about this in the past with elite specializations. Mm. I don't really mind if there is something, and I think we saw this with Bladesworn, right? Um, where I don't really mind if there is, like, a featured weapon for a class, for an elite specialization in particular, yeah. that, like, is really important or intrinsic overall to the gameplay. Does that need to be the case for every single elite no. spec? No. no. But I don't mind if there are some that feature it, because so many times, I mean, the first one that came to mind for me was Dragon Hunter. I got Dragon Hunter back when I was, like, first starting the game. I was so excited. I got my bow. And while you can run whatever you want and do whatever you want in this game, I was so disheartened by so many people who were like, nobody would run bow on this. Terrible, terrible, awful. And I was like, but that's what I got with the Elite spec. Yeah. I was excited about it. (laughs) Like, So it feels contrary to me when you do have a new Elite spec that features a weapon, some new addition, but then that weapon yeah. ends up being something you never use. It's like, weird, yeah. So I don't mind if the hammer was something that was almost intrinsic to a playstyle and naturally dovetailed into the elite spec that it was introduced in, mm-hmm. but it does need to work well with everything and cohesively in a way that, again, yeah, like it works together and it doesn't feel like it's way too much all at once or like, you know? And I think you're right, like, Jeb, it just does so much. And with where it is now, it feels like it doesn't quite... It feels like I'm constantly, somebody said earlier, and I loved this, um, trying to, like, spin a whole bunch of plates. And then I added on, and I was like, but all the plates are covered in butter. And they just keep slipping through my fingers and falling on the floor. So, so <laughs> like, we were, like, we were in the other classes, and that's a good point, like, talking about that. But they, what makes those classes work so well together? Like, weaver is literally, like, and it always makes me think about ESO, because the term weaving is, is an actual term they use in there to use, like, light attacks, heavy attacks, and abilities. But, like, and weaving these abilities between. But, like... Weaver feels good because you can do that. Like, there's a sense of, you know, having access to different skills and different attunements where you feel like, you know, this is relevant, this actually has a nice animation, it flows well as a class. Whereas, like, I don't think... Have you died again on purpose? Uh, no, <laughs> wait, 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 I, again, uh, was in my dragon stance. I saw a bunch oh, okay. of red circles on my body, and I was like, I'm not dodging. I'm just going to wait here <laughs> and wait until and I get up to 10, 10 ammunition. Are we supposed and to be doing this? if I die before that, so be it. It's a boss, right? Okay. Good, good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just like, I think the other classes just work so well. Like, we, Tempest is probably, oh. Tempest is really good. Really good. Everyone's dead. No. This has been a spicy one down here. It's a flipping story Dungeon mode. Difficult. <laughs> story mode as well. This is what I mean. Yeah, Honor I of the ways back in the day. We'll on blame it on the elite specs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Chats on a dragon hunter bow shenanigans. I've started something terrible here. I mean, play. It's so you good can do can anything. Do you can use any weapon. You can build anything. You know what I mean? That commentary was just specifically people who were looking at meta, who were then talking to me about it. Right. So it's like. I have characters that I build out for RP purposes, and I put whatever weapon I want on there. I'm like, I just like this aesthetic. I just like this thing. Or there's a skill line or some kind of build you want to try. Like, 110%, you do whatever you want, right? It's very different, like, context and discussions within the idea of, like, optimization and technical culmination of a class. Um, Just how it is on paper theoretically versus, you know, what you enjoy and what you just want to build around or have fun with. Um... But it does seem to be the case that 
for whatever design reasons to allow players flexibility or in some of these new ones that we've gotten to hone in on some kind of feature of a new weapon it seems like they have been experimenting with ways that they can make those weapons unique and in the case of the hammer i think why i was so fixated again on this spiral ability is because that feels to me like that's the unique thing that dovetails into this Absolutely. class about the hammer so mm -hmm. sorry we've got sirens going by <laughs> no no that's okay no i like, i think yeah we've we've it's definitely uh it's definitely the case that is that is definitely the feeling like i f <laughs> other than that like i mean what else is there <laughs> oh did Kruf, did you give us your general feeling i don't even know if you gave us your general feelings yet on the on the class itself Kruf will tell you in just a second <laughs> what happened what are we talking about did, did you give us your general opinion or like i'm not sure now because we, we keep i think i feel like you started to and then we came away no. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Who? Proof. Proof. Oh, me. Hi. Oh. Roof. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, Vindicator. I mean. No. Catalyst. I don't have Vindicator. <laughs> yeah. I literally just said Vindicator. I was going to talk about the Catalyst. Um, well, so I agree with pretty much what everyone has been saying. It's a lot. It is. I think what makes Weaver so well. Or what. Weaver became really great, and so did Tempest, because it knew what it was doing pretty much from the get-go. Right. In the case of Catalyst, it's trying to do a lot in terms of different mechanics that's already that has already been like brought to the Elementalist with auras, with stances, which are augments, with these sphere mechanics, combos, of course. Um, is it is it a bruiser? Is it a group support with auras? Is it trying to be high damage, high condi. It's a little all over the place to the point where it doesn't feel like you can really specialize in something. And when you take the full kit, when you try to specialize in it, it doesn't really work too well, particularly yeah. on the hammer. And I like that the hammer is slower cast times. And I think that is... Oh, you like that. I think it's a, there's a definite place in Guild Wars 2 with where you have to prepare your abilities and try to... I'm sorry, my brain, I'm like trying, trying to up that. <laughs> There's definitely a place I'm where so you have slower cast time. But I think they have to design the weapon around that and give them better payoffs. Yeah. And so far with the Earth attunement in particular, Whirling Stones is like a three and a quarter second cast time, but it doesn't do anything. It's not even a whirl combo. It's in the name, but it's not. And uh, yeah, there's that's no true. application to it. I think it should apply some barrier, especially when you go into Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be like, okay, I'm a bruiser, especially with the hammer, etc., etc. So I think the hammer needs an overhaul with third ability. I would like to see that. And also bolstering those larger cast time spells. More finishers, too. I think they're fine on the finishers. I just don't think they have any access to combo. Well, they don't have the fields. Yeah, that's the problem. More finishers too. I mean, I mean, the start. Like, if you play, if you play Catalyst with stuff, it actually feels better. Like, it feels a lot better. Like with the auras honest, and stuff. I don't know about the fields because I feel like if you're playing, if you're playing Hammer, it means you're playing Catalyst, which means you have a hundred percent opportunity to have a field. Yeah, but only one no. field, and it's only not in that achievement, and it might not be the right field. Almost. I mean, you well, have even the field available you... to you at any time as long as you have your energy. That's the thing. So long as you are able to build that energy, which is not extremely easy right now. 
And even if you are in out in the open world and you store your energy, like if you're at 20 and you're waiting for the 30 second energy and you're like, okay, there's a boss fight coming, I'm preparing. If you have over 10 energy, it will degen back to 10. So it already automatically puts you at a deficit. Additionally, with the spheres, interestingly, it's connected to the attunement cooldown. So when you attunement swap, you cannot actually activate that sphere instantly. You have to wait for it to come off its internal cooldown, which makes comboing and getting use out of those. Right. Those so fields, so but I'm not, but what I'm saying is I don't think the issue is you not enough fields on the hammer. I think the issue is the sphere functionality with the energy needs to be improved. Well, yes, but because it's not entirely accessible, I mean, if they do improve it, it would possibly improve combo opportunity. Yeah. But because it's so ingrained in the minor traits, I think having one combo field on, say, like water to help sustain yourself a little bit better, because it's been kind of advertised that this is more of a bruiser, you know, be able to I mean, stay but you have a, a field in water you like is is the water sphere a water sphere, sphere, water or it's, or it's, it's, nice? fair, yeah. it's, it's a water sphere um yeah it's only but, this but you want to take a second just to say good riddance <laughs> get out no, of here this I know. boss oh my gosh sorry continue it's okay we just needed to not stand in the aoe we were standing in way too many red circles and i was just like i've got staff why am i doing this <laughs> i don't I doing? think i i attacked the boss <laughs> yeah, you've been on the floor most of the time. I think with any core weapon, I think uh-huh. this is also something that we might not... With weapons, especially like Dagger Dagger Staff, you have access to a combo field and blast finishers. Well, there's actually two on with the, the hammer, staff as well. You do not yeah. have any access to a field. So that's why people are using Dagger Dagger, because you can lay down those fields and then combo in it with uh, Water Dagger 3. Yep. Makes sense? So Hammer is so much so hammer is so much weaker in the in the combo department. And on top of that, if you're playing Catalyst, you have the field and the combos, and also the access to the F5. Yeah, that's why I'm using Staff right now, literally because of Water 2 fields. And I've got the Blasts on the same weapon, and Arcane, like, utilities. It's like... I'm, be- I'm and I've got the water field as well. I actually feel really good. I haven't tried damage. I'm just doing support, like, kind of. But I, I would agree. I think I think if you can get this field up more than like we, what Boots is saying, you might. Then that may not have even been a thing because then it's essentially like this would have just been an extension of your of your kit, right? It's just an on call field. I feel like I, maybe you I could... feel like the sphere is supposed to be that. It's supposed to be a field that you are have access to almost all the time right so that's why i don't think the hammer needs a field but i guess it doesn't really matter yeah but like no 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 it does it does i think it does i think you're not going to take the hammer if it doesn't have one field you're going to use any other weapon if it had more finishers you would but i think not necessarily because all the other weapons have finishers have finishers but what if the hammer had like what if the whirling rocks was a world finisher what if that world should be what be. if the tornado <laughs> was also a world finisher? Well, if it was, yeah, that would make yeah. sense. Yeah. So be, it, yeah. great. So that's the what identity. If, what if the shooting those those projectiles after you do the 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 sphere the like the orb thing? What if that shooting projectile was a projectile finisher? Like there, a lot of they should all be these things. On that weapon, <laughs> they should all be that and, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I really should yeah, yeah. because then that's that's probably what's missing. I would, 
I would say because we are get, we're going to move on to the other class yeah. soon yeah. after we've done this, but like. Well. I would, we, oh, we are going to go. We're going to go on to it. We are going to go on to it. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're harping on one thing, and we probably all agree. Yeah, with, we're like, hey, we agree with each other. And I mean, honestly, the thing is, is that I all of this to say, I can see so much potential for this yes. class. Like, I think there yeah. is so much that's so good about it. Honestly, I do love the aesthetic. I love what they were reaching for trying to do here. I think. There is something that they can find and hone and really make cool about this class. If it comes together in that way, this might become one of my new favorites to play. It's just that right now it feels like, and I guess rightfully so, since it is maybe one of the ones this go around that just has the most happening for it. Like, there's just so much stuff. Um, to me, it feels like it just, it needs, I like how you put it, Kruf, on social media, it's a little more time in the cooker. Like, it just yeah. needs a little yeah. bit more time to kind of like, just get finessed to exactly what it needs to be um and if that means that they're able to make all these elements work together i think that'd be incredible did you get it elements it's like a element. yeah good wow. one. <laughs> but, but if they have to drop some things or streamline some things i would be okay with that too i honestly like the idea of the hammer and the orbs and the fields and everything interplaying together i think the hammer's a cool weapon and would be really great to sort of have unique things like you were saying even adding some of those finishers or some other stuff that would make it a really great pick for this you know whatever you were thinking about using uh, as your weapon so i hope they can get it there because i think the concept here is fantastic but it is more complex and there's just more to deal with in this <laughs> like that they need to kind of uh let cook a little longer and, yes. and sort of see how it works and then what the feedback was from all of this yeah, I, I think your final assessment of it needs a little bit cooking time is absolutely <laughs> correct. I think, I think though that when you say um, that there's too there's a lot to it, I'm less in agreement with you because I feel like <laughs> That's fine. yeah, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot Wait, to the hammer. Disagree like with, it, because with, it's with, with it's someone. hard to get a hold of. What was that? Sorry, Jebro? No, it's just a very weird to disagree with someone. This doesn't actually happen that often. <laughs> this never happens, So I'm, yeah. I'm actually... I um, just someone needs to clip this. <laughs> I, think, I think that the hammer... 20 new skills, obviously, is going to be hard to get a hold of. And, like, even, even... I think unless you're, like, a pro Ellie player... Uh, I don't know if anybody has the right necessary. Like, I don't think I probably have the right um, idea of what needs to be changed on the hammer to make it good, or if it isn't good right now anyway. Like, I, I think there's, I think we need think more time can... with the hammer to say that it's yeah. not. I think you can have a, a very. You can definitely. You don't need to be like a high level any player to yeah. be like this yeah. feels shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I you think know, you can definitely, right. you can but, definitely but be, and you know enough about I, the game to. I think that besides the hammer having twenty new skills, yeah, there isn't that much extra to the class. Like I, I feel like the mm. coolest thing about the class is that combo trait, and that's just like one thing. Everything else about the about the trait system for the catalyst is just like percentage buffs to all your stuff, and. Well, I, that's great. So, like, you could be a slightly more powerful Corelli if you're mm -hmm. not using your hammer, and it, a very more powerful Corelli, really. But it's like not that intricate, you know. I think when you start looking at the utility skills, it becomes much more intricate. Okay. Well, what do you what do you mean, Griff? Well, I guess this is a nice segue to the 
Utility and so I mean, yeah, yeah. So well, this is a good way of like Catalyst talking about it. Yeah. Gains augments. Okay. With... Right, the augments. I forgot about. The... Well, I forgot the I had utility skills. This is, this yeah. is the actual thing. Like, this is the problem. And... This is the innate problem with the class, and the, like, this is the thing. Like, there are so many things. There is no importance on one thing. So it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I yeah. completely forgot they were called flipping augments for about ten minutes, like in the entire well, they conversation. They really should be called stances. Ooh. They, that's right. Like, Kruf, what do you think time, about that? So they can't be called stances. Like, Kruf, what well, do you think about that? trips are not supposed to have a cast time, but either renewal does, and so does Tornado. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but like, but so. but this is the thing. Like, could that have been called like like Kruf says? Like, it could have been it could have been called something else. It could have been called like a gadget. Were we, were we talking about gadgets the other day as well. Or were we talking oh, about yeah, we'll talk about class? that with the that was, war- that was Blade. That was Blade. But in yeah. the case of augments, it is a little disappointing on the the newness aspect of it because it's not new however the functions of the augments do create more complexity which ends up you know bloating it even further right so i would have liked to have seen something else other than augments honestly when they said wells in the trailer i was like oh we're getting wells as utilities um but so currently the augments are very very underwhelming and are very difficult to activate because they are heavily reliant on the sphere and similar to glyphs, but also not similar, uh, they are bound. Each utility is bound to a specific attunement. So it's not like glyphs where you are swapping them and the glyph changes. However, you do gain a special feature if you are in that attunement okay. and have the sphere up. Yeah. Yeah. So- is there is there anyone who I mean essentially like and if you're listening to this sorry you're watching this and you're thinking and you you don't know what augments are what they do they're on utility skills and if you're watching I'll pull these out as well but they're supposed to and what Groove is saying they work they they're like a combo in themselves you like you combo them with they're not a blast finish or anything they're just a combination with your sphere that you throw out so if you use for example like relentless fire which is the utility here with your orb. Uh, sorry, move your sphere, orb, in- sphere, <laughs> round thing. Uh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> the floating ball in the air. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Let's read it. It says your attacks and conditions deal increased damage if this is if this is cast within range of your fire sphere. Your attacks are also unblockable, which is cool. But it's uh, yeah, but, I, and it's one stack of unblockable. Yeah, uh, is it so one I stack think, as well? Oh, that's also yeah. That's I thought cool. it's on. But, it says five sack, five seconds though. Is that but just the five seconds window? It's just the one hit. Really? Does it really? Is that? Is that? Wow. Remember they changed in Blockable back in the day where it's now a stacking buff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. It's only one that. stack, really. It only says one stack. Oh boy. Um. So. Yeah, that's bad. Sorry. The first thing you can change with augments to make them slightly better is that. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter that you cast it while you're in that attunement. Yeah. It only matters if you are in that attunement while the stance is up or the augment yes. is up. So that's the first thing that they could change to make it slightly more usable. Um, I actually like that that sphere changes when you move, change attunements. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah, because the, the sphere itself changes attunement when you change attunement. It's nice, actually. So, it's yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, I mm. like, I mean, I feel like the earth augments pretty good right yes that one's fun as well that's like a good defensive <laughs> like that's cool I, li- I like enjoying that and also when you put the thing down on the on the ground like Rook said 
It's got you got a tail. I mean, who doesn't like a tail, honestly? <laughs> I just love <laughs> animals. I'm not gonna lie. Like, Sorry. again, when you think about something, no, when you think about something that visually is distinctive about a class, for me, it is. It's those animals with this one, right? Like, yeah. so get my eyeballs on them as much as possible. Give me as much to do within those fields as possible, because I think that is what is distinctive to me, just from a not at all technical standpoint about this class. But magic elemental animals, yes, yes. See, thank you. Maybe that could that. have been. Maybe that could have been more of the feature of these utilities. There, maybe the the animals, because the, again, like these, there's animals inside these flipping things. It's just like a little flavor, there's nothing, yeah. but it's yeah. cool. But like they could have. They could have done something where they linked the utility to that creature as well. If they're going to combo it in there, like maybe, you know, have the, maybe have the icons as these things just, you know, go with Ooh, that theme, true. you know? They could have really, rather than the actual character, play a character there because it looks like a human. And mm. and just have like the animal, different animal that it represents inside that and maybe have that more representative of, of what it is. Because the turtle is still, you know, the block thing having more block having you know having the barrier and stuff that makes sense turtle shell hello um possibly one of the reasons i forgot that they had a utility skills uh the catalyst is uh this is a problem i think we've had with a few of the elite specs so far Mm -hmm. are there any traits that affect augments no Uh, i don't think so yeah nor the weapon nor the weapon i mean when you think about it it's like chlorodraw is already so beefy Come yeah. do Chlorogel, Mac. There you go. Yep. yep. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> so, for augments, I was initially under the impression that augments would be affecting the sphere that you have. And uh-huh. instead, it is just affecting yourself. And that's possibly why I was a little disappointed well, and felt like they were it, just. It has to work with the sphere for it to work it on yourself. With them, but yeah. I think the rock barrier thing would be more interesting if, like, if you have the the earth sphere up instead of you just gaining barrier and now the sphere pulses barrier over its duration from the stance yeah to better you know focus and highlight and maybe empower the already underpowered spheres yeah i would have liked so i'll tell you what i would have liked with the with the animals and the spheres and stuff it would just like been some crazy like collide not crazy sorry there's no um, using some awesome like combination on you and you just got this turtle shell on your back when you got barrier and stuff or like when you that used cool. like, how cool would that have been like if you go onto the fire and then you change and you've got the sphere you use it and you get these wings coming out of your back and then suddenly you've just getting this might stacking every so often like, it could have been something really simple that would have just been really like visually cool to look at and also just giving you boons or something simple like i feel yeah. like that could have just been something they did instead this was just like an activate like in i don't know like in any class which augments your skills and it could have just been something which added rather than this extra thing that you have to worry about because i feel like this could almost be two elite specs sometimes as well. <laughs> like, I really I mean? was like, that's why I'm like the the orb mechanic on the spheres with the augments and yeah. some attention to aura and comboing. I think it's just, it's not specialized for lack of better words. It's not specializing into a particular area of gameplay. Well, that's because yeah. they want you to play Celestial Armor. Uh, yeah, a celestial's yeah, fine, but I don't want to be actually playing a full celestial build where I'm having to heal and apply boons and defend myself and do damage and do condi damage. Yeah, yeah do it. 
I don't think this is the most gonna... elementalist of all elementalist specs. Rough. <laughs> I think this is going to yeah, be rough. Yeah, I would have the elites. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. After, I was just I'm saying actually, this is going to be rough. I think the elite instead of boons, that should be aura application. Okay. That should be like a standard aura access because boons it's boring. It's just more might, really, just more protection that I already get in the yeah, sphere. Yeah, but you get the wings on your face. The I would say that because that minor trait with the auras is the most interesting thing about the spec, uh, or at least about the traits. Uh, they really went heavy on the stacking your uh, in your um, elemental empowerment thing. I think they need to have some at least one more trait that does something with auras besides the elemental empowerment trait. Because yeah, all the other uh, like a lot of the other trait lines have aura functionality, and I think that's great. I think one more, just one more trait that does something with auras in in the trait line would be great. Mm. Is there anything you'd like to see with auras? Mm, okay, well, you already get... Oh, hold on a second. They have... Okay, they have... Uh, when you get an aura, you get... Oh, there's ability. auras as well. Like, auras are a big thing in this. That's another thing. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> That's the like, the Jesus, that's another thing. You have two. You have, so you have the minor fun. trait, and you have stability on aura, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. for PvP. And reduce damage and increase damage. That is very much like the flamethrower trait, if you can get constant access to uh, auras. It would be great if the stability on aura wasn't when you get an aura, you get stability. If it was when you apply aura, it gets stability. That might be a bit much. You get that functionality. With, I mean, you can get constant true. auras on, on melee if you, if on this build if you try. If you, if you really try. You can get almost constant auras, especially if you go with... Uh, Conjured weapons, which is build I came out with. Is, is giving a group interesting. 100% uptime of stability too strong? Yeah, that's what they wanted to get away with. Uh, get off, get away from having that kind of thing going on. They went for less stability in PvP competitive modes because it's too strong. Because you All can right, then fine. knock downs and push downs fine. and not like interrupts weren't <laughs> a thing. And that's why they that's why they made um, knockdowns and everything else with no damage. So they were just impactful. They were actually useful. They changed a lot of the game. What's the okay? Wait, someone says the entire top line is auras. I'm not on Catalyst right now. What is the adept for um, um, reduce damage by two percent? But you can stack it five times so long as you get to five auras. Oh, wait. When you get to five auras, oh yeah, when you cast five auras. Oh so, yeah, if you apply five auras to yourself, you'll be taking ten percent less damage. Okay, all right, never mind then. You're right. There's yeah, enough stuff the there. I just think because <laughs> all weird. of those traits require yeah. you to stack the auras, it the core kit really struggles applying a lot of auras to itself. Yeah, you can't. You can't. I mean, so you're you, saying it needs more finishers. Uh, I think it just needs you don't to, to add a little extra aura application yeah. for more consistency. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. currently, the hammer it's a chance to apply aura on Earth Four. The only consistent true thing is if you do combo in a sphere. Yeah. Is so, there... so does it come back down to then just, you know, adjusting that and making the uptime more and the cooldown lower? But like, you can get auras. There are oh, there are more ways you can yeah. get auras. Like you can sh and you can share them with your allies and stuff, but you have to go outside of the hammer, which is what you're and then you're going outside of the core of what this which is fine because there's loads of elite specializations which do that. And maybe that is okay that you can be like, oh well, I'm gonna res all these people because I'm a flipping hero. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but is like, there an aura that doesn't have a flip over skill available on a weapon set? Flip. What do you mean? 
So you know how uh, all auras, yeah, the transmutes. Uh, all auras, like you have a frost aura on the on dagger yeah. that you could transmute and get your heal off of. That you have the um, you have the lightning aura that you transmute on also on dagger and you get the stun off. Uh, Earth shield, or is it Earth shield? No, no, no. It's um, wait, can you transmute staff. magnetic shield on anything? Yeah, on, on staff. staff, on staff. Uh, fire aura is on. Um, was on your focus. What else is there? Ice aura? Frost aura, wait. Frost aura, yeah, frost aura is the one I talked about that. Uh, I mean, there's, I guess there's a chaos aura, but they don't, I don't think they have a transmute for that, do they? No. Yeah. <laughs> Darkness, light, <laughs> but elementalists won't do that, so never mind, I guess. They can't give an exclusive one to the hammer that way, can they? I think that's uh No, and that's why they went with the Hammer Earth 4 where you can gain any one if you are in that attunement while the block yeah. is up. Yeah. Okay. I have never barely I think I just got it. I think I just got an aura. I don't know. What's the if you block an attack, gain an aura based on the current achievement, okay. That's quite cool. I mean, I don't. I barely ever. Use, I'm just. I'm running around using it for fun because it looks cool. Um, <laughs> so, but I think because it is bound to catalyst. I know you can go to other weapons and utilities and traits and all that stuff to gain more aura application, but not yes. to like struggle fire. to get to around two or three stacks of auras on the catalyst while it being its trait line. I don't think is successful and should be the case. I think if it's coming with the elite spec, you should at least have access to stack up to yeah. three of those traits. Perhaps it does allow you to, you know, value Tempests a little bit more. And I think that's fine. But whenever I've played Catalyst, I've only really been able to get around one, maybe two stacks of those aura traits. That's interesting. Yeah, because Tempest has aura traits as well. It has the heal aura trait. Um, and and the way it gets its auras is, yes, you have some some weapon skills that could do it, but at the same time you have your utility skills that give auras. Mm -hmm. um, it would, is it treading too far over Tempest identity to do the same thing for Catalyst? This is why this is a Tempest-Weaver <laughs> combo and I was really disappointed in this. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I think that's a much bigger... They would have to do a lot of, like, right? We'd have to see a lot of specific buffs, and I think that'd be a much bigger discussion to have when we still have... We have one we haven't even broken down yet, you know? Like, <laughs> I I don't think that right now, the way it is, that I feel like this is a huge threat to anything that already exists in the game. Um, but, I mean, we have to see when they actually fine-tune some of this or figure out what they want to do specifically with it. Um, because there are just so many directions I think they could take it in aspects or elements of this elite specialization that they might want to, like, hone in on or, like, buff. And what they choose to do with that, I think, will probably lead to a bigger discussion of, you know, are any of the other elite specializations in danger of, you know, being dethroned with this? But I don't necessarily feel that right now. And even if they were still able to do a mix of things where it wasn't as good as either of those at the things, but could do both, it just has to be a satisfying mix, you know? And it has to be tuned just right so that everything comes together well, and has its place in the universe. Yeah. What, what do you guys think about the idea of 
giving Catalyst its own little bit of identity with its auras if you gave it access to those three auras that it doesn't usually have access, that Elementalist doesn't have access to, if you somehow gave it... I was thinking about that too. And I think chaos, dark, cool. and light. I mean, that would be cool. And I think with Catalyst, it would make sense that you're like the Catalyst to do other things. And right, the idea almost being that you would, in theory, be putting a whole bunch of stuff together that would cause effects. So like... Just based off of that, if they had more interplay specifically off of these jade spheres and the puddles and the things you were doing in it and the combos and the auras that could result. Like, if they tied that all together, I think it'd be pretty cool if they added those extra ones. Or if you did it just right, you know, you you could combine everything to cause a bonus effect with one of those Oh, or man. Imagine if you were able to give yourself every single aura and then when that happens, you become a supreme being. <laughs> you gain a new aura. <laughs> You get well, aura, like... you... Oh, and then you get the prismatic aura that Irene gives you in the story, yeah. and it does something yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, maybe you oh, could do something wait, like that. Me. <laughs> like, if you got all of those components up, right, and you or you got all of those different auras overlapping or whatever, and then you were able to morph them into something, that, to me, would also fit with the actual theming of this class, Catalyst, right? Like, you yeah. were layering these things to become a Catalyst to do something else. And I think it would work with what they have, even with the hammer, right? Like with these circling orbs. If In theory, if you can get them all up together and use them all, right? Like if you were able to have effects that were based off of synthesizing a whole bunch of stuff and then causing this catalyst reaction, that would be neat. <laughs> it's not neat. there right now. <laughs> okay, so before the Lightbringers podcast takes out or takes off into our space, <laughs> apparently, <Yes. laughs> um, <laughs> I think we're going to go and talk about the last class. <laughs> I know, that's why I said it. <laughs> um, I always think about that. Um, oh, I like these ideas, guys. Okay. <laughs> yes, let's on. Okay. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Last class. Let's go. I'm going to go and log on let's to it now. There's another class? What? There's one more. There I one know. More. I think so. We can ramble this about one. a single one. This one is much happier for me. <laughs> I honestly don't remember anything I just talked about with Catalyst. <laughs> I, I'm pretty pod. sure anything I said didn't make any sense. It, <laughs> it made great sense. Day. First of all, what are we going to go do? Do you want to do a France again? Uh, do you want to do some open world? Do hero points? Or... I mean, uh, yeah, I mean... I'm going to climb this mountain. Not so blam, 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 right. I'm gonna swap too. I'm gonna swap to my Blamorai. This is what I'm calling. Well, I'm gonna swap to Catalyst. I really should. Pick a dungeon. Pick a dungeon that's fun but not too hectic. Twilight Arbor. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We could talk to some. It can be quite. uh, Can be a little. uh, Very. Saucy (laughs) sometimes, but it should be fine. I'm gonna play my heal blades one. Yes. That's, an, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Shout healer. Oh, this is what um, yeah, Boots and Kruf were talking about ages ago. Yeah. Yeah. Good for PvP, kind of. The heal blade sworn. Yeah, otherwise, like, why would you run it? <laughs> There's no reason. It's just like, there is legitimately no reason. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Where am I going now? Everybody went the wrong went way. I went the wrong way. Yeah. I went to the yeah. south. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah, so I went with um, Lion Wise. I went Blade Sworn, Discipline, Tactics, and then went with um, 
Low maximum charge level. It re-enters the dragon trigger if you pay. I'm not sure why I went with that. Actually. We did discipline tactics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what was it for? What's the reason? Oh no! Wait, wait, wait. Impressive on a bladesworn because so one of oh, the yeah. things about a bladesworn is they took like we talked about. They took so much away from how a warrior works. Yeah. They removed bursts from other weapons on warrior. So basically, if you're a bladesworn. 99% of the time, you're just using your gun blade. So, you yeah. know, fast hands, not that useful. Uh, <laughs> um, the Burst Mastery's not so bad, though. Yeah, I think I'm Where are you looking at the wrong... I think I just changed this build and I changed it into the wrong thing. Yeah, that's it. I was going for defense, wasn't I? <laughs> I don't know why it's changed that. Was defense? I can't remember. Debo, did you follow the... Uh, "Quote unquote" discussion in your comment section of the last uh, Lightbringers about uh, Bladesworn. Dude, there's so many comments on stuff at the moment. <laughs> that I'm, is like, I'm just like, do you remember the people in the haystack? I know that you are talking a lot in there. Yes. <laughs> there, there is a uh, there is somebody who is um, as long as being nice, very so upset I'm... about oh, what Bladesworn <laughs> about about our thoughts about Bladesworn. I think. People, oh no! People yeah, are upset yeah, yeah. about people Who talking about things in a podcast. Good lord! So <laughs> when I happened. when I said that <laughs> the shout heals, right, and the fact that the elite skill reloads all the shout heals as well, I said that I think that's going to be pretty strong. Uh, this person was. I don't not think you said. Did you did you give any? Co- I think oh, no. did we did they go on to say? I think you were talking about PvP though, weren't you? Uh, yeah. I can't remember. In the end, I think I think they just were slightly overreacting about a few things. Um, yeah, that never happens either. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think Bladesworn isn't quite as bad as as some people think it is, but it's not as good as it could be hmm. in PvP. In PvE, I... holy shit, it does too much damage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I you can just stand say, there. Everybody, the vast majority of people I've talked to seem to feel very positively about this one. Um, overall, and how it how it feels and plays of the three, uh, and I gotta say, it's pretty fun. It it actually came together in a way too, because I think one of the concerns we had from our initial reactions too was just the fact that um, like not being totally sure how those two individual meters worked and how everything came together. But I actually do think that it flows really well, and that everything within it to me makes sense. And like as soon as I got my hands oh, on it, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, we did go in. Oh my god! I've been standing yeah. outside. We just—I just walked in. And just sorry. Just, just walked sorry. In. Continue. Right. Okay. No, that's pretty much it. I just think it flows well. I felt like it built on itself well. Um, my big comment from it earlier was that I think it's really neat. Neat is such a—it's such a toss-out token word. I, but I actually think it's, it's so a, neat. It, an interesting concept. I don't know why I've been on the neat train lately. I think it's an interesting concept that in a game that is so fast-paced, so action-oriented, to have a class where a pivotal moment is built around a a moment of stillness is something that I love. I love that little subversion. And I actually even like the barriers. I like having them and being able to set them up and make your little moment so that, you know, the stage is set and you can sit there like for ages. (laughs) I think it's fun. And it didn't feel too long. It didn't feel too punishing yet. I I actually, I feel like this one has been uh, enjoyable. As for my first impressions, Bladesworn is the complete opposite of Catalyst, but in in the similar vein where 
Bladesworn successfully executed that slower playstyle that I think Catalyst is trying to go for with the hammer. And it's because of those big payoff moments. The dragon trigger skills in PvE are so juicy. In <laughs> PvP and in World vs. World, we can talk about that if we want to go into more competitive territory, but it's it's much weaker in that area. However, open world, I've had a lovely time with Bladesworn. So the one issue, though, with that is it is going to get nerfed because it's currently <laughs> doing almost 60k DPS in raids. Uh, and that's PvE. And that's PvE. So what they're going to do to nerf that most likely is just that one skill. They're going to reduce... I think is fine. Which like, is fine. They're going to reduce the damage it could do. It's not going to do 500k anymore. It'll do 300k for each hit. Right? So they're going to reduce that particular skill by... 30%, let's say. Um, and so you're still going to have a huge payoff because I think by yourself in general PvE, I think you're still going to be able to do like 100 to 200k damage if you're lucky uh, with those payoff skills. And I think <laughs> I think that's all you could really ask for in PvE. Yeah. <laughs> PvE. I'm still going to be able to one-shot things, so that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Yeah, I, was, I remember I was in a uh, bit of Frost Frontier and I was, uh, I was just... I didn't really try too hard to make the most damage I could, but I was hitting things for over 100k damage. And I was like, this is a bet. And I was like, whoa, that felt quite fun in that respect, I guess. But then I was like, you know, what, what is this going to be in a real environment? But, you know, it felt nice. The one thing I do like on the on the weapon, on the... It, it definitely was one of those things where I feel, feel like CMC is so, like... Uh, he knows so much about the game, like that. There are times where I feel like he doesn't explain the basics of the things very well. <laughs> I, I love yeah, CMC yeah, yeah. to death, but like I feel like there there was a missing explanation of how you like what is what. How does this work? So like anyone that's listening or watching, like there is a main mechanic where you have this gun saber, right? And you literally click the button. Like when you get in combat, you cannot swap between your main weapons, but you still technically have like a swap. Like you go into Gunsaber by pressing your F1, shift on whatever key it is, get five new abilities, and then you can get into another weapon. Essentially, essentially you've got three different sets, really. And you can actually, there is a little bit of mobility, but you are kind of really, really stuck in this. There's a little bit of the port. You've just got to be careful that you do not move at all, otherwise you come out of it at times. And it, it, it just takes a bit of getting used to. But like, yeah. and then you can switch back into sword. So essentially, you've actually got three different kits of weapons. Like, you've got, you know, the gun saber itself, you've got your original core set of weapons, and then you've got this, you know, what is it called? The uh, dragon trigger as well, which is another five set of weapon like abilities which i feel like you know for warriors it's completely new so i'm wondering about like you know what that might have felt like actually because I, I don't play warrior often i play at engineer so i'm used to having like different kits all the time like literal kits so i don't know like do you think that's quite cool that they've got access or do you think like the trigger is really like is it more of just like it feels like a more of an end to a combo maybe or it's just this build up of damage that you're kind of just throwing up and it's not really a massive kit like i'm just wondering about people's thoughts about that i suppose like how we feel about the dragon trigger itself yeah about having it all together because you've essentially you've got these three different kits yeah yeah all together i guess like the synergy between those because we were talking about like elementalist because in a way like there is a lot more there is a lot more kit to this and i can see why they actually took out the weapon swap 
Because I feel like you may not, you may have been a bit too much. Because I feel like almost you're almost getting to elementalist levels in terms of skills that you could have used. Yeah, um, but a warrior deserves that, and I feel like they yeah. should still. They deserve to have all the skills at their at their disposal. I I, I, I still they, they am a little bit. I'm still a little bit down on the fact that they did remove weapon swap, and then on top of that, remove the burst skills from your offhand weapon, like. If you're if you're not playing Daring Dragon, the the uh, Grandmaster trait for for Bladesworn that says when you use your your burst uh, on your on your gun blade, if you pay a little bit extra flow, you get to use it right again again right away. If you're not using that trait, you're gonna have way more flow than you ever need for a Bladesworn. <laughs> Unless you're doing like uh, you know a raid where you're gonna use your burst every five seconds or ten seconds as it is, um, so you have especially for PvP you have way more flow than you're ever gonna need, and I feel like you need some kind of outlet for it. And the fact that they removed your burst from your offhand weapon, your non-gunblade weapon, I feel like. It removed one another outlet of using that burst end, uh, uh, using your flow, and on top of that, it kind of really disincentivizes people from ever swapping weapons back to their normal warrior weapons. And I guess I, I get that that's really what I guess they're trying to do for this spec, which is you are now a samurai warrior with a gun blade. That is what you are. You're no longer a warrior. Yeah, that's where you the... get to use many different weapons and have fun with them. You are just this thing. And if if that's what they're trying to go for, they did it. I don't because think you're, you're gonna. You're not gonna want to swap to your other weapon ever. I mean, maybe um, maybe that is well, that's a good point. I guess. Like, I mean, but, but it really it really like genericifies or like homogenizes all blade, gun blades, is what I'm saying. All uh, blades. I, mean, I, I think I'm... absolutely Sorry, every I'm... single point you made is valid. Like, honestly, while I... <laughs> but... No, 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 no. I mean, like, here's the thing. You can have two opinions that I believe are just absolutely both valid. <laughs> like, valid and I agree with you. Valid, I yeah. do think that it has homogenized it. Um, now, like, the one part where I think I was like, uh, is that I don't necessarily know if the identity of a warrior, and although within Guild Wars 2, right, it is meant to be a master of many weapon styles. That's supposed to be kind of the establishing lore that it is somebody that can use all these different, you know, things to essentially wage war or wage battle. But I think there is also something to be said about a warrior who is a very dedicated practitioner, right? Somebody who excels so greatly at one yeah. thing that... Yeah, that's fair. They themselves have become a true master, a warrior in that sense of this particular style, right? So, like for mm -hmm. me, I don't, I don't know if I feel like it completely destroys everything about warrior ever, which I don't think you were necessarily no, implying. No, I'm not saying seen, that. Yeah, I've seen other people, you know, who are just like, this is totally against what warriors are, and I'm like, well, but warriors come in many ways, many ways, shapes, and forms. You know, there's yeah. many practices and many dedicated arts, and so like. I don't I guess, like that, but you're right in that I do think it does but, limit more what you're going to see from this class. And to be honest, it kind of ends up that way with almost every elite spec in the end anyway, because after like a year of playing the elite specs, the meta shakes out and people tend to only play one or two builds with yeah. a certain elite spec. So <laughs> if it just happens that we're set up with one 
build of using a gun blade for uh, the uh, blade sworn to begin with. It, 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 we're just, you know, skipped ahead a year, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... This is what I want to see on Elite Specializations. Okay. Mixing up and creating a different feel for a class. And I think introducing a whole new weapon, not necessarily one that you equip, but just like as the core profession mechanic, that is so exciting, not only for the Bladesworn, but also future elite specializations. And I think the Bladesworn did it very, very well. And I think they only allow you to use those burst skills in the Dragon Trigger because they set it up to be balanced like that, because they are so strong in PvE right now. And of course, you know, balancing later nerfs are probably going to come. But they wanted it to—they wanted you to really feel that that impact of a of a totally new gun saber. And I think it plays very well. It feels very fluid. Uh, the core weapon abilities on Gunsaber, not talking about the Dragon Triggers, uh, but the core skills are really lovely to use. You have range access. You have some a little bit of projectile defense and you know gap closers. It feels like you can be a presence in battle still. But the Dragon Triggers, that's where things get really, really fun and differentiated from really any other combat class in Guild Wars 2 right now. Because you do have to like stand still and take a moment to think about your positioning. Are you going to use those uh, Aegis stacks that you have when you are preparing the Dragon Trigger? Are you going to flicker step and you know gain some different distance or a different angle? So there's a lot of preparation behind it. Flicker step is super cool, by the way. I just want to... I actually really love that they put that in there. I wasn't expecting that they would have just from what, like, you know, the glimpse that I had kind of seen, I wasn't expecting that there would be something where you could use that or you could have, um, you know, the Aegis without breaking your stance. I thought this stance was going to be far more punishing. And while, I mean, of course, it is still a moment of pause and it is still in and of itself something you have to be careful not to break, I think that they gave you, like, just the right amount of agency within it to not feel like, you know, you've been put in timeout. <laughs> like, I I like that you can still do different things uh, to respond while you're, like, planning and you're in that moment. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> we all just got really <laughs> interested in the game. No, I'm, I'm like, listening. Oh, God, I'm have I said that. something terrible? This, this is me. I don't know what you're doing. I'm so sorry. Today is my day. Like, I'm trying to let you like, all talk as much as possible. And I'm just running. I'm running the, I'm running the conversation today because my opinions are... All the same as everyone else is at the moment as well. Um, I think, like, just thinking about um, the different builds I've been playing, and, and Rick, you're talking about the utilities, and I was definitely, I think I was definitely on the side of, yeah, I'm not sure about these utilities and being so close to kind of engineer and some other classes and stuff. Yes. When, when you do, yeah, and how it could have just, they, could, I really want them to do this more. I would love them to do it. There's no. I don't really see a need for them to have called these armaments at all. I mean, I get that it's kind of a thing with guns. I, I understand <laughs> that. But, like, why didn't you just call it a gadget and get a rune set and add some, you know, add some other what gameplay build? to the game? I mean... Like it just felt it just feels weird that that wasn't that wasn't a thing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's fine that it's called an armor. It doesn't really concern me that much. I just feel like you know that I thought they were going along this line of like getting all the classes, the weapons, getting all the classes, the different 
um, uh, utility kind of style, so they can have different runes and stuff. And I was like, oh, I could have been just been like that, like like Cruz said last week as well. It's like, yeah, that's a really good point. So how how do people put? Does it matter? Does it actually matter that much, I don't or think is it, it like that much. okay? I <laughs> think it does because I'm in Jeffrey's group where I would have <laughs> loved to have seen more runes. Oh, uh, in okay, the game, yeah, yeah, and particularly for utility types that don't have a rune right now. And gadget's done. To, like, to so what would you have called it? It's not Arnold. Gadget room. Just a gadget. I mean, you're throwing <laughs> down barriers that yeah. expand. You're throwing down okay. an electric fence. You're giving yourself a stim pack. So it's very gadget esque. And they yeah. were they literally on the live stream. They were like, we create different utility categories when it doesn't fit or there isn't one. And I was oh, like, but there's gadgets right there. Did you forget about yeah. the gadgets? <laughs> I went from here and I changed. They are basically you know, gadgets. You're right. I mean, it, and they're literally like you know. They, I mean, yeah, it just makes sense. And even though, like you know, it's similar to something else, doesn't mean it has to be called like something completely different in the game. I guess because there are similarities to like consecrations or whatever. Um, I just yeah, it was just weird. I don't know. They they seem, but I like I like the. I I don't mind the um. Utilities at all. I think when you when when if you get rifle and you're in open world and you're playing with those utilities and then you get the gunblade out as well and like you can really kite stuff really well. It is pretty fun. You feel like this snipery kind of like the gun like the rifle pairs really well with it. It's actually kind of, actually kind of fun. I like Where it. are you two going? <laughs> Is there like a shark thing that we have to kill or something? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, this is, I'm keep thinking it's the explorable as well. Uh. <laughs> Okay, so I could tell you. So I played a, a decent amount of Bladesworn in okay. the Bayes. I think it's probably the one I played the most of. Um, and I could tell you what my major uh, things with it is. Yep. Uh, I would say okay. So I don't mind that much the way it works now with the uh, with the gunblade being the, the major thing and you don't really have access to your burst anymore. As I much as <laughs> as much as it pains me, it's oh, okay. okay. Oh right, I, okay. I, <laughs> I, was like, I would I mean if You're they somehow change the design and said, hey look, uh, you 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 get back your your um, weapon swap and you get back your burst when you're no longer in gunblade. Right. I don't think that would be bad. I think that would be great for the <laughs> that'd be great for the warrior. Um, would it be too strong? I don't really think so, because if all the weapons are balanced, it's it's fine. Um, so, but it, it's fine the way it is too. Um, a lot of people were complaining. Not a lot of people, but some people were complaining that um, you have to press F1 to weapon swap between the gunblade and your old weapon, and your your weapon swap doesn't work anymore. I get that complaint. Not a big issue for me either. Yeah, you'll mu your muscle memory will. That's adapt silly, though. Yeah. Like, that's that's yeah. like because the reason they've done that is because elementalist and engineer can swap their weapons out of combat. That's why they've done it. It's so you can still yeah. swap your weapons out of combat. It just yeah, yeah. there's no reason that that this should be an issue. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, so but if we don't get weapon swaps back and we don't get the burst skills back, uh, I do feel like it needs some kind of other outlet for its flow um i don't know what that would look like but i think it needs it um on top of that i think that the uh, burst skill 2 and burst skill 3 
Although Burst Skill 2 is like my favorite and very fun, the slash and you go slash through things. Yeah. Uh, I love that one. I think that one and the Burst Skill 3 need some work on uh, on just, just bug fixes, I think. Because it gets really affected by terrain. So when you um, oh, okay. when you slash with your blade too, and if you hit a rock or something, instead of get, getting stopped by the rock, which first of all would be terrible, I think you just go through. <laughs> uh, instead of getting hit by the, uh, stopped by the rock, you get launched up into the air by the rock, uh, and things get weird after that. Um, also, I think your blade of burst skill three, which is a which is a projectile that does the same thing as a burst skill three uh, two, but doesn't move you. Um, it, it basically follows the same pathing as your skill two, so it, if it hits a rock, gets launched into the air as well, um, and then won't hit its target. I think I think probably only thirty percent of the time I use my burst skill three, the projectile, does it actually hit a target? <laughs> Every other time, it just kind of goes somewhere and disappears. <laughs> um, so those are just like little things that could easily get fixed. Um, Wait, warning! I think this is underwater. Oh, underwater! Yes, Here we yes. go. You don't have any underwater skills. Some of them uh, don't work. Geez. So just FYI. But the uh, good news is, my blade swarm skills are being uh, are available underwater here. Yes, no. it works out here. Well, I'm so not all of they them. Did not allow these to be underwater, considering End of Dragons. Mm, well, yeah. It's the utilities. Uh, what can you use the thingy, the trigger skills? Yes, they yeah. actually work well. Oh I can't, my gosh! I can't it use the walls. Like, it looks like I really can good. use dragon trigger too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if it's if it's like your entire <laughs> if it's your entire be, kit, yeah, this bloody hell, that would really suck. Imagine <laughs> yeah. if it didn't work. In the that would be That's actually interesting. Awful. But it's just what it looks like, I guess. Um, yeah. What's what really interesting is the um, oh damn the teleport. Now. The teleport works underwater as well. Oh, that actually looks rad as fuck. Dad, sorry, I didn't know. I swear during the podcast. Oh my gosh, you're right. The teleport does right. work. What? It won't yeah. turn you around oh. though. So like, I I moved and I couldn't detonate it. Oh, but... <laughs> that was cool. But that's okay. It will move you just forward a short distance while yeah. you're underwater. Whichever oh, way you were good. facing when you locked into the pose, you can't like pick and select. Mm-hmm. So, oh, one thing about the blade sworn. So PVE overtune, like we all understand. Uh, PvP undertune, and mm. why is that though? Like, what is it about Bladesworn in PvP that's undertune? Number one, I'd say <laughs> the damage smart. on the burst skills. Yes. Because uh, as we were talking about the, for example, the Vindicator, the dodge roll. Yeah. You could get up to like 10k damage on that, on a God. dodge roll. Uh, the Bladesworn, you wait five seconds standing still in PvP. And then use your blade sworn burst, the strongest one. If you're lucky with pure glass cannon and all the buffs, you'll oh, get yeah. like 8k, 9k. Really interesting. <laughs> yeah. So you would probably a little undertuned. I don't think you'd be good. I don't think you'd be going for that anyway. I think you'd be going for what is it called? Well, of course not, because there's no payoff. Imagine if there was. Oh no, actually. yeah. But then like, that would be really interesting. But like, I yeah. think that's just a, that's just a, I feel like just be. A, up in the damage on that. I actually think they'll probably go for the unyielding ones, stuns and stuff. I think that's probably one of the better ones. Yeah. There's, there's then some if good you just become like a stun 
master. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's kind of warrior. Warrior does that pretty well no, already, already, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, so the bills that kind of work in PvP right now are the things we were talking about last uh, last uh, thing is using those shouts and all that ammunition skill and all, all the ammunition uh, restocking that you can get um, to I've, do some yeah uh, a lot of sustain kind of. I feel like it would be. Do you say? Do you think it would be like a side noter more that's uh, like it's like it is kind of now maybe? It's like, hard to say. I wonder. Like I, I don't. Yeah, I guess so. I haven't really played it. So. Maybe a roamer because it has a good amount of mobility too. Mm -hmm. um, not a lot of mobility, but like with the with the skill five on the thing, and then you could have an offhand. Your offhand weapon could literally just be your mobility weapon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe you could be kind of a roamer. Um, I don't know. It's tough to say. I think, but, but I think the fact that there is only like one, maybe two builds that work in PvP for right now is an issue because they're getting carried by the the healing, shouting, um, and, or ammunition restocking in general, just that aspect of it. I think it needs some other thing that's good for it in PvP. Yeah. That would make sense. Perhaps. I mean, it's interesting because when we were thinking about, you know, with this class, right, and we were talking about PvE and we were um, saying, Oh, well, you know, you probably wouldn't use much other than your gun saber, right? Because the gun saber is so satisfying and it, you know, kind of maybe makes other things obsolete and it's really great going into the dragon trigger. I guess maybe that's maybe a mode where other weapons can shine a little bit more if, you know, dragon trigger has less use. But it seems like they would need oh. to have other stuff as well to kind of make it, I don't know. <laughs> like you were saying, because I don't play much PvP, I haven't taken this one into PvP. Mm -hmm. um, I mostly do, you know, PvE stuff, which this is great for, and like with raids <laughs> and stuff, you yeah. know, a single boss. So it's it's interesting to think about what they could do. I don't know if any of you have ideas specifically. I mean, you were just firing off a few, but like, do you think it's something about actually changing how the gun saber functions, or do you think it's something about adding in other, I don't know, traits or other things that might make it more well-rounded in a setting like PvP? Probably damage for a start. <laughs> Scaling maybe might be down. Yeah. I don't know if it needs much more. I don't so think... I would say damage and what would really, really help it is if... I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> they didn't remove so much of the warrior. They didn't do so many of those trade-offs. Mm. Because then I've... that would help with its versatility a little bit, right? right? If you if you still had your offhand weapon burst, for example, I think just one of those two things, like either yeah. keep your offhand weapon bursts and you only have one weapon swap, or don't remove the weapon swap and don't have the bursts. You I know think what I mean? In PvP, I think as well, yeah, and that that kind of makes maybe there could be some play around with that maybe a little bit more but i feel i feel like as well in pvp there isn't as many crafters for warrior as they used to be um no. i actually think that that is a thing because warrior actually hasn't been as popular in pvp for a pretty long time like the spellbreaker side note has been a thing there's definitely been people who have played like a lot of stuff but if you go on yeah. uh, there isn't many there isn't as many warrior fury crafters as I think there is on anything else in PvP specifically. Like, and I think that's got a little bit to do with it. I feel like there's going to be, there are builds there that I, I actually think this is one of those classes which might take a little bit longer to work out. Whereas 
there is some elements that kind of boots is talking about as well as as proof that you know then the damage and whatnot as well could be increased i feel like the the shouts are quite cool but we've had the shouts being used before mm. you know i don't want that again <laughs> you don't yeah. want we don't want <laughs> if there's a condition meta we don't want it to be that the blade swan is just gonna be able to remove all conditions and just go for the shout rune and and that that's the thing again or maybe that is a good thing and you know maybe that's a good way that they can remove conditions and that's fine but i think you know finding out what the the interesting for me thing for me specifically when elite specialization has come out because of pvp being my favorite mode is where they see their their role in that game mode so in pvp you've got different roles you know you've got roma you've got tank support you've got the bruiser on the sides and you know people have tried to assign rules um uh, sorry rolls to, to guild wars 2 um classes now for a couple of years it's not really worked because so many classes just have different roles and just little hybrid ways of doing different things and i think like i'm not sure what the warrior's role in pvp is i would i would love for them to come and say to us like this is where we think this will sit in their idea of things i wish they would give us some more of that that background information yeah. like cmc you know i think sometimes gives it out but like maybe just having a stream where they talk to top pvp folks or they just have this these internal discussions like a mini podcast and be like well carl where do you see this where do you feel like this is going to be in the in the meta like do you think this is going to be more of a roma do you think it's going to be a side nighter? oh it could be this because i think this and this and that the other and we maybe designed it to be this in this way but of course you know it doesn't have to be this focused in this you can just do what you want with it essentially i'd like those kinds of thoughts from them a lot as well like and just honest to god just like you know the elements like the design process of these things like you know having a video where you cut to it and you know during the development process and it's like oh well we thought about doing this because of this reasons that might be give a bit of insight to to people who might be a bit upset about things sometimes and be like oh i see what they were trying to do there but it didn't work out and like you know they will they will change it they will change these things that don't work yeah. necessarily. They, they, this is a beta. This is what betas are for. <laughs> if you don't tell tell them oh, yeah. something isn't good or something isn't fun, which essentially is basically what we're telling them, this isn't fun because of X, Y, Z. Um, wow. Right, Z? Z? You say Z in America. <laughs> we got you either way. We got it. All right, we got okay. Um, we're and... multicultural here. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Um, I was, it was more about like, have I completely lost my Englishness? Um, <laughs> Z, I said, okay, I'm okay then. That's right. Um, I think it, I would just love some of that. I would because they're doing really well with that background information. You know, like the um, they did with the DX11 stuff, which we can also mm -hmm. talk about. I'm, why are they bleeding so much right now? <laughs> so Good so much lord! <laughs> I'm going back onto my shout. I'm going back onto my shout spec. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if you, anyone feels the same about that because I really like I that DX. I love a dev diary. Yeah, like, yeah, dev diary. Dev diary. And like it. seeing them at least be interviewed or like have the behind the scenes of like the team going like, okay, day one, throw ideas at the board, and then the whole process of it. So I just love having like little sneaks behind the curtain. But mm. on top of that, it does give you more insight as to what they were trying to go for like you know because if we had that idea we'd be like oh maybe we'll try this in this direction and we didn't even think of taking this trait with that trait or something like that mm. yeah, I mean, maybe like they that. don't because they worry that it'll give people like a preconceived notion of how they're supposed to be playing it but it's it is one of those things where i think 
having that kind of discourse or having that understanding of like what something might have been designed with in mind can help mm -hmm. you figure out even your own niche with what you're trying to do with it right so it's like yeah. it is both good and bad because yes it helps you focus in on something that might be a component that you overlooked but it also can kind of i think maybe make people think that like that's the only thing or the only way it can be done and in a class like this and this is a question that i want to ask all of you because i'm actually really curious i'm curious to hear what you think do you think that all elite specializations moving forward should be made with all game modes in mind? Or do you think that it is all right to have elite specializations that focus in and might excel in some kind of specific piece of content? I like that. Idea. But this might not be yeah. as good in others. This is a debate that it's has a difficult been going on one. since elite specs first came out. Uh, like when the Spellbreaker came out, for example, and mm -hmm. they're like, well, this isn't very good in PvE. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I, I personally think not all, um, elite specs need to be designed to be useful in every single game mode. Yeah. But. Why? 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 <laughs> Say why. Say why. Oh, because, you know, if you want to design something to be interesting, uh, to to be, you know, a, a very cool design flavor-wise or or play style-wise, um, it's almost impossible to make it useful in every play mode because yeah. they're very different things, right? Like in PvP, you want to have a little bit more survivability. You want to do, uh, you know, it, it's very different from PvE where... You don't have a lot of Condis coming at you. You don't have a lot of, you know, uh, CC coming at you that much. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, it, you, I mean, but unfortunately, I don't know if this is unfortunately, but okay. in reality, it seems like most elite specs do give you the opportunity to kind of at least play in every game mode with them. Mm-hmm. That's not well I like obviously agree. some things are worse than others i agree that like we're i think as guild wars 2 goes on and we are hitting the third elite specialization not every one of them is going to be meta or have a really strong presence in a particular game mode like i'm not going to expect spellbreaker yeah. to ever be like top meta pick okay it's like world versus world pvp areas great However, I do agree that it is wise for them to at least make them manageable in each game mode. And yeah. that is mostly done through the skill splitting. And we've seen yeah. with this elite specialization patch that we've had almost every skill and trait say that, oh, this is unique per game mode. And I think they don't have to make them all great in each one but i do think that it is important to allow it to feel logically sound in each game mode even pvp though even pvp like, like right now say, i mean berserkers still not having that great of a time in pvp it, i've i've run into some pretty skilled berserkers where they can like yeah, just you have to be two skilled. Shot. <laughs> well, well yeah you <laughs> well, of course you know depending like, on each yeah. person's game style you know your effectiveness will there's two layers, how the developers uh, make it and your own personal skill level, skill cap, what you enjoy playing. And what about the core specs? I think core specs are all pretty great. Well, we could see some meta shift where not each core profession is really great. But I think for the most part, they're all pretty serviceable. I mean, we've played like Guild Wars 2 PvP 
with those faith. repercussions yeah. for like three years. Well, Guardian so. Guardian support is is meta right now. Is, has been meta oh, yeah, for a yeah, while. yeah, yeah, no, but I'm talking about uh, like okay. Core Necro, Core Warrior, or Ellie and PB in in raids or something. Or or Ellie doesn't really work that well in raids. Yeah, Coralie um, can work in PvP for fun, but and there's no one playing it in like ATs or anything. Work. It's not awful. Yeah. Um I, I I genuinely think like this is this is I think this is a problem. I think they the on in all honesty, originally they wanted to have it so that a, it, every class basically they made the game on the premise that you don't have a tank and you don't have a healer in pve yeah. right but they must have known <laughs> well they must have known that that in the competitive modes that people are going to pick up these roles they've got the they've got the roles in the game they've got healers they've got shouts they've got a heal they've got aoe heals they've got these kinds of things going on so people are going to assign these roles and i think after a while especially when they started inserting raids into the to the game and everything else that people still like that they like to have that and which is why we've got raids and we've got fractals and we, where people do kind of take on the roles but they don't have to but then you know what do they do with their design of these with these classes because originally in core you know we got all we essentially everything is like an elite specialization they, they chuck in like four or five for each per each class and they're like okay what is this going to do is this going to be a thing like we don't want to have a monk so we're going to have call it a guardian instead and we're going to give it damage like in different abilities and things like that so they didn't want to go down that road but then i think like you know i think catalyst is one of the things where they're like N i think they've tried to do this and they've tried to be mistake. they've gone yeah they've gone for this like what do we do with this now like thing which could have been a healer it could have been a damage dealer it could have been like you know i think what they've tried to go for more so is a boon support character like you know basically with quickness right like that's the idea that's it's the boons it's the might and everything else with fire um i think that's one of the things they've tried to do which is what we did in the podcast leading up to the reveals is like saying what is it they're missing because that's what they're going to try and fill in and that's why i asked that question it's the most important question because you don't want to just be like given the same thing like again like you don't essentially tempest is their healer really but still does do great damage as well. So it does do, and is easier to play than Weaver. So it feels that kind of niche for players where it's it's easier, and it does, still does a thing quite well, but not quite as well as Weaver, which is more complicated or seen as quite complicated. It's just probably more of a thing that it takes longer to get used to. So that is that is the thing, like the intricacies of the class. So I I don't know if I have an answer to this question, <laughs> but I feel I like talking about it a lot. I feel I like, but like, you know, but right now, I think essentially as well is that the game is so in that way that if you want to play a Bladeswan like me right now and you want to be a healer, you can do that. But like you can at least have the option if you want to. But I feel like they do need to have some idea of the, the kinds of roles or the themes of what they want to do. Because, you know, if you have a character called the Bladesworn... Uh, what does that signify to a new player? What does that signify to a person? What is the iconography or whatever the word is of that name? Like, what does it mean to someone? Because, you know, that's an important thing. Um, like a druid, for example. Organizations need to specialize into some aspect of a trinity to better, like, advertise them and get a sense of what they are going to do. It doesn't have this so many. This is really interesting to me because I agree with what everybody was saying up until maybe this point, I think. Like, oh, 
crew. Hit the spot, I love it. I love it. What a good jumping off point. Like, I honestly, it's it's really interesting to hear everybody's thoughts. And I think I kind of feel the same, right? In that I, I do agree. I don't know if every single thing needs to a appeal to all things forever mm -hmm. game modes. And especially as we get more and more elite specs, you know, there are pros and cons because this is a game where... Whatever you want to do, you can do, but it's also a game where you can swap to different elite specs on one core class. So, you know, if one isn't fantastic for PvP, but it's great on raiding, you can do that. If one isn't great for raiding, but so on. I think, you know, they always have some kind of versatility of builds within those and within the amount of elite specs that we have. And yet, you know, of course I understand if somebody loves something and wants it to be really good, but I think even just in these, like, two different sets of, you know, elite specs that we've had a chance to sort of play and demo now. We've seen, I think, almost two very distinctive designs here, right? If Bladesworn doesn't have the high mobility that might be more necessary to get in more hits to avoid other players, the first set sure as hell does. <laughs> like, there's so much mobility in that first set and even in the potential of Willbender, right? Which I think plays more towards that action component that makes PvP shine. Whereas I actually love the idea of a character like this and a playstyle like this where your hardest hits are ones where you do actually, you have that moment to take and to really gauge something. And if you can line that up, you can annihilate something, which doesn't necessarily, again, lend itself to PvP. And having that difference <laughs> does feel good. But then, Kruvu, we got to the idea of do we need to have Holy Trinities added into that? The idea of, like... Does each class need to specifically, or each elite spec need to be something that is tailored towards a trinity? I don't think so. I, it's tough because ESO asked a very similar question and their answer was yes. Over time, they ended up making it because they wanted each of the classes to be able to be sort of specced into a tank, a heal, a DPS. And they've tried to more delineate that, even though they themselves also have ambiguous you know not holy trinity content but sometimes and yeah in guild wars 2 one of the things that i do really love is the flexibility and the ability to have hybrid builds and i think if you start building specifically or advertising specifically around the conventions of a holy trinity not even all of the game is structured to necessarily support that and yet I can agree with you and see that it maybe is more marketable in a sense. And if they keep increasing stuff like raid content or stuff like that, it does also make it clearer and easier to understand. But I don't know if I want them to try and shoehorn elite specs into maybe different types of content, but I don't know if I want them to all have to be, you know, this is a tank, this is a, a no, heal. It's not one specifically, no, no. I think you're right in that. I think, I don't know, I might be putting words into Coop's mouth, but I don't know if what Kruf was saying was that it had to be a Holy Trinity okay, kind that's of fair, deal. That's I have a feeling that what what Kruf was talking about is that um, if a new Elite spec comes out, mm. probably the people designing it have in mind something that it will be useful for. A role, right? Like a yeah. role. At, at least so one. Yeah. yeah, at least one thing that it'll be good for. So, like, if you're if you're uh, if you want to say hey okay this this spec will be able to be used in raids what do you need for it you need either a lot of dps so that'll be it the thing it's for i guess that is technically part of a holy trinity kind of thing mm -hmm. or it's one of the other two things um which is it protects the raid in some way or it buffs the raid in some way um 
And so that that is a design aspect that mm-hmm. they would be thinking about when they're making an elite spec. Um, and I would and- agree with you, Rook, in terms of like you. Guild Wars Two has never been. It was never created to be a game that strictly adheres to a holy trinity system. Yeah. However, with expansions now and elite specializations, in Heart of Thorns, they started to go more in this soft trinity section yeah. where. They started rights. to specialize into this one is a support, this one's yeah. high damage, Kanye damage, bruiser, or boon support. And in the now that we're getting to so many, that I feel really has to be the case to differentiate each of the elite specs themselves, but also to have clarity. Like for example, the catalyst have <laughs> yeah, clarity yeah. in that new essentials, essentially a subclass to mm. these core professions. It hasn't been without that. It becomes a a bit muddy. I I agree. I I agree. I think. I think the catalyst, honestly, um, yeah, it only does forty, probably only twenty k DPS. Yeah, it, um, according to the thing so far, anyway. Yeah, it it is kind of a weird hammer mishmash roll. But has anybody really used it as a as a quickness support yet? Yeah. Just like, yeah, obviously. Camp and air. I think they erased some Wednesday. It was okay. I mean, there's probably a little bit more intricacy to what you could do with that, right? Like, Mm. either you camp air and just do some power damage, I guess. Or, I I noticed that the the quickness is longer duration than you need for if you just camped air. Like, you you could get out of air if you wanted to, right? Yeah, no, I wasn't, didn't camp air. No. You chuck the field down and then, you know. Are you going to? I guess I went into fire. Are you, we were still stuck in there a fair bit, but like fire, air. Didn't go into earth or anything else much. It was just like, what did I do? I put down a lot of conjures as well. Gave auras out for my building. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the conjures so for? To auras. So I was in oh. fire line and I went for aura. Aura. Um, so I went fire here and I went for conjure. So gain uh, fire aura when an ally picks up a conjured weapon. Conjured weapon abilities have recharge, reduce recharge, so they can put fields down, might, stacking. Um, obviously, you know, yeah. Gain might each time hits someone. That's another way to give out might. And then got might and quickness. So it was kind of fun. Um, what else was there? A little bit of defense, I think. Uh, vulnerability so, as well was good. So on on paper, it looks like so the intent of Catalyst for a raid scenario is boon support, yep. right? Mm-hmm. I would say so. For or PvP damage, I guess. and other stuff, for general PvE, that that's where it gets a little wishy-washy, right? Because it's like, it's is it supposed to be a more side node, tanking, self-sustain, easier time? Or is it supposed to be like power? Yeah, it, definitely gets wishy, it definitely gets wishy-washy <laughs> as soon as you leave a structured raid scenario. I mean, I absolutely agree. Yeah. I, I think these are like big questions that all designers have to ask, right? And you're right. I think that if you're trying to do too much with an elite spec, and I absolutely agree with this, and I misunderstood initially about the tr- uh, Trinity, right? Mm. Like specifically in shoehorning. But I do agree that I think you can have clarity with a unified purpose within a class. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess with me, it almost, I like with our trait trees and stuff within that, the idea that for each class, there might be like a small selection of different 
like these are very much kind of the intended streamline you know here's the branch you're definitely going to take if you have condi or if you're trying to do support or something like that that give versatility while still narrowing down but it does seem like some classes are better able to handle that maybe because of the designers themselves or because of the weapons or because of the other conventions in the game than others whereas like you know in this case i do feel like bladesworn is, is so you know narrowed into that niche and it just plays great and it's super fun and catalyst tried to do maybe a little too much and is very confusing and a little bit blurry in any regard but finding that balance i think is really like the sweet spot for guild wars too you know what are certain things that we've honed in on this elite specialization that allow options and a bit of diversity but also i think you know are streamlined enough that they're coherent <laughs> which mm -hmm. is not an easy mix to hit right mm -hmm. and i do agree that it would probably be easier for each elite spec and as we get more and we continue to know there are more to just focus in on some one element um because there should in theory be enough options again down the road that it wouldn't matter uh, i guess we'll just have yeah. to see because i do like having a bit of surprise and discovery and other ways that you can do something within a class um I think it's kind of the core of a lot of Guild Wars 2's mentality, but it does run the risk of, yeah, losing identity or losing effectiveness within a specific role. And as the game continues to expand and they realize, like, hey, we can't just design everything not having any idea of what's going to be brought to the table. You know, like, specificity leads to content that's more tailored to what is specified, which is both good and bad. Um, and I think it's something that Guild Wars 2 tries to tread a line on that many other MMOs just don't even take the risk on, right? It's just mm -hmm. very difficult. <laughs> like... It's definitely one of the things I love about Guild Wars 2, right? Like, it's my entire shtick is just trying, <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah. is, is trying to do weird stuff with the things they give you with the builds. Yeah. Like, yeah, thinking outside the box. It's not just in Guild Wars 2, <laughs> either. Um, and... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I had my mind goes off on one. Um, yeah, I'm just trying. I mean, there there are, like, to go back to Catalyst a little bit, I'm not going to lie, I have had some genuine enjoyment on this. Like, just, um, as yeah. he says, it's like, he dies. Um, <laughs> oh, I rallied, that's nice. But, they, like, I can see, like, I'm, I like, is a roaming person around the map, like, there's, there's some genuine enjoyment in kind of using these conjures. And using some stuff I've not used for a long time and blasting with Arcane and like mixing up a ton of different abilities to get like a ton of might stacks. That's actually been kind of a fun thing I've been doing as well, just for a laugh. And then getting the quickness. I'm getting wrecked by this fool right now. Um, <laughs> I'm getting wrecked. I'm actually getting destroyed. But I, d I don't know. Yeah, I think generally in all, like, uh, just as a, like, if everyone can give me their, their opinions, like, how did this feel compared to the, the last? Oh, like, I mean, ranking now. I think that's Ooh, like, yeah, I, I, I'm going gonna, gonna to ask for it. You know, we're at that stage now. We've, I feel like we've talked about this a fair bit today. Um, I think I, we should do two sets of ranking, though. One is how we currently feel about how, how, like, how much fun we had with them. Yeah. Ranked, this is difficult. And then do. the potential for each yeah. one. Oh my gosh, Boots, you took the words out of my mouth. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what we're kind of getting to. Well, this is what I was going to ask. Yes, it needs to be... It need, you need to think not about necessarily your own kind of favorite things in the world of, of, of everything. It's potential is, is important. And like, you know, mechanically how it works, like, you know, all these different things. But like, what... I mean, did we do this with the last three? I think we did, didn't we? Um, 
we probably said like our favorites like our least, favorites, most right. least favorite yeah. <laughs> um but now we have six to talk about i mean i mean for me like in the last in the last beta elite spec like my favorite was my favorite to play and have fun with was was harbinger like the probably the one virtuoso i'm still clueless about i feel like i was just like didn't really touch it at all it just didn't feel great to me so that i put that second and then, like will bender was second just because of the kick like but like the potential wise like i see a massive amount of potential in uh harbinger and will bender and then virtuoso i'm just like i don't know i i genuinely don't know because i just didn't really connect with it at all so that was my least favorite but um, in terms of like those three, is there anyone else that wants to kind of say how they feel about the last one? These three? Last one, the last bit of the first. Oh, I don't last think one. we actually gave well, like a... My favorite was Virtuoso because I loved the okay. new spell animations. Cool. The, the dagger is ranged, but <laughs> is better in melee. So to that, to that degree, it was a little upsetting. But, yeah. um, Willbunder was probably my second favorite and then Harbinger on a purely thematic area. But in terms of potential, Harbinger and Willbender probably do have the most potential if they do not change a couple ideas on Virtuoso. Okay. Cool. Um, sorry, uh, Rick or Boots? When you go next? Just specifically only the first three? The first three, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I had the most fun I <laughs> to play blam. I really, really enjoyed Harbinger. It made me yeah. yell loud noises because it was exciting. <laughs> it was fun. I, I just, it. I liked going into the Shroud. I thought it felt like it packed a punch. There was, you know, an interesting challenge, especially when you started hitting Heart of Thorns stuff with it. Things to balance. I do think that doesn't mean it's a perfect class by any means, right? Like, basically nothing is. But I really did enjoy it. And uh, I think... Overall, I liked the sort of aesthetic and conceptualization of Virtuoso, probably. I felt like that was the most coherent, at least artistically to me. The new spell effects are gorgeous. Totally agree with Kruf. Loved that. But it just wasn't quite as like, ooh, for me when I was going through it as Harbinger was. And then Willbender was probably my lowest of those three, just for my impressions initially. But I think overall, in that set of three, to me, has the highest potential. Um, I don't necessarily think that its visual identity is anything to write home about, and I would love it if they kind of buffed up some of the things with it just to make it look more distinctive. Yeah. But the mobility in that class is something that immediately I was like, I might not totally get i might be clunky with this class right now but if i got so good at this that i didn't even have to think about moving with it this class would allow me to take advantage of the incredible just action in this game in a way that i could control so much about what i was doing dodging moving getting over here in just about any game mode um but particularly i think it would shine in pvp and then also in stuff like open world right where you know you it's a little less scripted, it's a little more freeform, and you can get kind of a little more loose and wild with it, in a sense, too. So, I think Willbender had the most potential. But, I will see, I'm curious to see how they kind of round it out and bring more to the table with it, because it felt a little clunky, and I didn't know if that was just me not totally having a fluid grasp of it yet, or if that was a few other things that I think did need to be No, tweaked. you're right. I think that was general feeling for, for me as well. I can probably agree with you on that one completely validate your feelings by actual <laughs> Thanks, experience <Jeff>. you're validated <laughs> too 
Okay, boots. Yeah, I mean, same thing for me. I think I think just feeling it in game, Harbinger was it felt the most fun. Maybe just because it was like baseline giving you a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know, like baseline. If you took the trait, you had infinite quickness and shroud. Yeah, and it yeah. was just like, okay, this is great to work with, and I just have to auto attack. This is great, and oh, and I have these awesome movement skills in shroud too. Mm. And oh, wow, shroud is powerful. I love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, and I agree. Yeah, will bender, will bender. I uh, potential wise was the highest for me as well because I, I saw those movement skills and I was like, oh man. This could be really good for things. Um, but it just didn't work out that way. Um, I, I think my main gripe was, yeah, the animations with Will Bender and the passive turn-to-active stances kind of things with the Justices that were underwhelmed. At least the Justice was very underwhelming. Uh, okay, that's a good virtues. point. That's a good point. I, should, yeah, I, I forgot about that. That should not mm -hmm. be five hits to activate. That should be, like, every single attack. I feel like that a lot of the explanation and actual just communication of what that whole thing does is very, very loose as well for like a lot of players. I think a lot of the language in some of those tool tips needs to be looked at and, and also how, how these classes, they need to think about like, like the newer players and people who like, there's a lot I think that can be confused in those tool tips. Whereas I kind of get all of the things and what they do. I think there's a lot of access stuff that they need to look at. And I know it's early and they're still looking at tool tips and stuff, but there's, <laughs> there's definitely like a lot of that kind of language they need to look at. Okay, cool. So thinking about that, and and that was a good point. Yeah. Like you're talking about um, Wheelbender and um, Boots and you're talking about the the theme of it, I guess. And, and also just thinking about um, you're talking no, sorry, you're talking about Harbinger and you're talking about the quickness there and also the, the quickness uptime as well. And then I think about Catalyst and like they've got the quickness as well for the te for the team or the party or whatever. And it's like, oh, well, it's like a ton easier to do on Harbinger. You just throw this thing out every time. Yeah, maybe a little too easy. <laughs> like with yeah. with thing uh, with uh, Catalyst, there's an exact AOE, and I think the range is bigger on Harbinger. I can't remember what the range is on the Elixir when you use it and it. Disperses out as 600 or 300. Oh, but it's not even the elixir that gives you the infinite, right? It's the uh, oh, it's, it's the just shroud. Wow. shroud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. it's the shroud. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's even easier, like, and it just pops out and it's very consistent, right? It's not this cooldown. Yeah. Well, it's got a cooldown, but not the same as Catalyst. So I think, yeah, it's worth them thinking about where. Oh dear. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, it is kind of like an oh dear moment, and I can't remember Harbinger's like. How many people it affects and all, all this kind of stuff? It should be five still, um, and you can just have one in each party. But then, what differentiates them in that respect? I think you know, Catalyst might be giving off more boons. Anyway, mm. we all say we all said the first three. Okay, um, second three. Did we? We kind of did this, but I'll, I'll start and I'll say like in terms of my favorite fun thing to play. I think Vindicator was definitely... I played a Vindicator support build and it was fun as hell in raids. It was just fun. I, I went into PvP and I played a PvP build and it was fun, you know? I just had fun with the class. It felt very revenant. Very revenant. Like, in the mists, I felt, you know, the voice lines were great. I felt the theme of the class was fantastic. In terms of just, you know, kind of tweaking it and see how it's going to go in the future, I think with everything... Their cadence for balance post launch, if as long as they keep it up, I'm all go. I'm good to go on everything. I don't care. 
at the moment I'm, I'm good to go with every single class the way it's coming out as long as they fix kind of numbers and whatnot and they keep looking at balance and maybe you know look at catalyst a lot um <laughs> with how it is at the moment like as long as they keep up with the balance like numbers and stuff like that can always be changed in the way that, that you know they have changed things because they have changed like classes completely they changed fee like fief yeah. a lot they changed a lot to do with like mesmer so we know that they can do this a lot down the line it's just maybe don't take years to do it which is like, <laughs> you know yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean essentially when do the it, game because it's a beta well that's it yeah i mean do it because it's yeah. a beta but yeah. also during the while the game is coming out adjust the metas like adjust it so that other classes become good so like if harbinger's quickness is great and everyone's using harbinger for like six months change it so that you nerf it and then the elementalists can use it do you know what i mean like change these things that pvp games do um where you know different different classes or different characters are used just because we want to shift it around and we want to see gameplay evolve and change like, i think like that's something which i would love to see and i think in terms of like all the classes i've really have actually enjoyed catalyst i feel like i've actually been on catalyst the most weirdly i think that's just because <laughs> i'm trying to make it work do you know what i mean it's like yeah, i'm trying to make thing work and, and in doing so that has brought out the the fun theory crafting part of what i love about this game and maybe you know knowing that maybe there is somewhere in there that he's gonna click with everyone and we're just gonna be like, oh no one tried this thing i know at the moment no one's like that and it's not the case but like you know that's i love that kind of way of, of going around things so i think like in all in all like vindica fa favorite like in all the ways and then catalyst is is last just because it's, it's clunky and blade swan's kind of cool i guess like i'm not massively into it like it's all right i mean i'm just i'm just like it feels a bit like ng <laughs> it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel very very unique specifically i think for me and uh i think it's because there's still essentially a big sword that you're using but um and pistol feels forgotten doesn't feel like a main oh, thing oh i love pistol we haven't gonna, even talked about that it, it's a good it is a <laughs> fun really weapon good. but i wouldn't take it as a as a side weapon for the for the class it's pretty good there's no where where would you use it I'd use it in I use it in PvP and in PvE. Uh, Jesus, it's all like it's pretty pretty good, especially. I'll try it. It's interesting. I'll try it. It's got that's the it's, it is interesting. That's true. It's got some it's nice. Not damage. to the degree of shield because shield is so like staple. It's too good. That's why <laughs> it's too good still. for defense. So it's like, uh, oh. but yeah, there was, that's where <laughs> I am. Really long winded way of explaining and talking about balance because I wanted to, I always want to try and put balance into these conversations because that's so important in future that that mm. gets done and they've put big highlight on that and i want to remind them that that's the case because i know they listen to this so please make sure you go you continue to balance the game as you or you wish to go going forward okay who's next i guess we'll go in the same order <laughs> so for me funnily enough i had the same uh instance where i've been on cat i've been playing catalyst the most it's right. almost like a car accident where you just can't look away from it. <laughs> like, I just got to keep playing it just to see if something ends up clicking. But um, yeah. in terms of my ranking, I would say Bladesworn, mm -hmm. I think, could be shipped tomorrow. They could yeah. launch Bladesworn. It and works, it would, right? It would fit very, very well right now. I think the weapon is nice. The new class feature the utilities, the traits are all very good. Mm -hmm. Perhaps not like meta as strong as some of the other elite specs, but it's very serviceable. 
Vindicator is probably my second, only because I still find the Legend utilities to be a little clunky. And I would like to see a little bit more uh, agency and maybe a bit more fluidity in the ones that you can swap into. Yeah. And uh, finally, Catalyst, for all of the aforementioned reasons in this multi-hour-long podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gone on for a while. Okay, next. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, I... I actually feel exactly the same as Curve. Same order. Um, I think that to me, Bladesworn feels, again, it feels clean, it feels good, it flows, it's fun to use. I feel like it's well tailored. Vindicator was close for me, though. Probably a little bit closer, maybe, in that second place than for Curve, where I did like the potential of it. I thought it was fun to dig into. I really enjoy the theme of it. I think there's a lot of good stuff in there. Um, there's just something about Bladesworn that is just, it's so comfy. You know, like the hilt of a familiar sword in your hand. <laughs> like, it just, like, fits, and it works well, and so for me, that notched it up a little bit higher. And then Catalyst, which was my most highly anticipated, was at the bottom. But, if we, like, are looking at the potential, I think that's flipped. Like, it's all flipped for me, um, in reverse, huh. because... I do think that Catalyst, for all that it has going on, if they can hone in on some of those ideas and get the timings so right with it, I agree in that my mind has really liked trying to pick it apart. And I want to fit all the pieces together in the way that it works. And even though right now, I just don't think it's quite there, I think if they get it there, it could easily be one of my absolute favorite classes to play in this game, period. But it's it's we just have to see what happens with it. So the potential, I think, is massive. Uh, whereas the other ones, you know, I think it goes, yeah, that reverse order for me where I'm like, I think Bladesworn does what it does well and it's good and that's fun and it's great. Um, Vindicator, I think, has a lot of fun room to play around with. So, you know, the potential of that one, I think, is a little bit higher and I think people are going to keep discovering stuff of that. And Catalyst, I think, does have a lot that it could do and bring to the table and an incredible visual design um, that can make it really iconic. We just have to see... If they're able to tune and finesse those things, which, again, this is the first beta, right? So, like, yeah. of course they're going to keep working on it. And I have high hopes for it. It's just rough. It's a little rough right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you, Rick. As well. The Bates? Yeah. Um, I would say that just playing them wise, kind of in the same boat. Well, I, I, the, the issue is I played way more of Bladesworn than I played of the other two. And that might be because I was having more fun with it. Mm -hmm. um, That's so, okay. That's so yeah, okay. Bladesworn is higher up there for me. I didn't play that much of Vindicator, but I saw it being slightly higher uh, in the enjoyability than Catalyst currently. Okay. Um, although I did like, honestly, I did like trying out some things with Catalyst, like stacking as much stats to be as as uh, uh, as glass cannony as possible with the uh, extra twenty percent stats thing. Yeah. Um, you could do some pretty big numbers with that, um, but you wouldn't be using your your hammer. Um, but so I guess I guess in that case, potential for potential um, coming into it, I was thinking Catalyst was going to have a lot of potential. But at the same time, it's going to need a lot of changes for me to 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 agree with myself about it having a lot of potential yeah 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 <laughs> uh, no. because because like uh, you need you need uh, changes to a lot of those augment skills you need uh something more to it than just a new weapon and a well that's not a well um yeah <laughs> the names of things yeah i think there is definitely a lot I mean, this is a conversation we can have over and over because i completely agree with you 
Can we all yeah. have some? And this whole thing could have been catalyst discussion. Um, and and as for the blade swarm being able to be shipped tomorrow, you're probably right. But I still, yeah, I I want I want some of that warrior stuff back in it. I want my burst back at least. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. Um. And now thinking about them all together, which is difficult because I I feel like it's weird. I'm I was ready. Playing this and they <laughs> it really does feel like some of them are just so much more. Not detailed, but like there's there's almost not like differently designed or anything, but like there's it feels like there's almost this really big separation between some of them where I'm like this one feels like it was worked on and like they really had a clear idea of what was going on, and then some of them are just like oh dear, like I'm just like not like a mean horrible harsh way, but like you know maybe they're they're just not there yet like Catalyst and and you know whereas like. You know the blades one is is feels like you know the blades one. They got this gun blade and they were like, yeah, this works. And thematically, yes, it's in other games and that makes sense. Um, well, there's loads of people here. Oh no, they're NPCs. <laughs> Put me off for a second. Like, what's going on? <laughs> is everyone just coming around and just gathering for a story? Um, for for me personally, I think you know, I think Harbinger. Uh, first, because it's in like this is. I'm just gonna let's just go for favorites as well. F- flip it. I mean, favorite with like, I don't know. We have to do two lists, I guess. Um, but with my most potential at the same time, we've only just gone for one list anyway. Um, Harbinger is awesome. I love it. I love the hell out of that. Yes, this can be some stuff done with elixirs, and I think they're gonna look at that. Hopefully, you never know. But I think, I think it was just it was just the most fun that I've had on a on an elite spec you know in a, just in a long time just they just really made necro feel like it was a necro with a gun you know it was just like <laughs> the movement it just flipped the class and that's what i really really want to see in an elite specialization i want to see the class flipped on its head and give me something brand new and yeah sure it was a shroud it gave you elixirs though out of anything and it gave you a shroud which was really mobile and sure shroud can be mobile on reaper but it's not as mobile as that and it's got these just burst it just you know it's got this punch that it packed and i loved playing it and it just flipped it up um for me and i i get passionate about talking about it because it was, it was fun you know it was genuinely fun for me but that's again my own personal opinion so that was number one for me eight out of the six so far vindicator probably number two um and then Maybe we should just go top three out of all six because this could take a while. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. And that, so I'm going to say Harbinger, um, Vindicator, and probably. Dude, it's difficult, dude. actually. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm that fair. Yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking, like, I was like, I really liked Willbender, like, some of the physical skills. Like, I just really did. They were really, really fun in the mobility, but it's just, it just feels lost <laughs> a bit. And then I'm like, Callis, there's so much potential there, but how much is it doing differently? This feels like you're just flipping around, trying to do as much stuff as you possibly can, and you've got a hammer while you do it. It just doesn't feel like that thematic, massive change. And Guardian's got some physical skills, which I feel like is a big change for them. And, and just like the mobility, you know, like is a big change. So I'm going to go for Wheelbender because I feel like that is a big, massive, like, flip for me for that class. So that's that's my range. That's, there you go. Harbinger, Vindicator, and also the, um, the Wheelbender. There we go. 
Nice, nice. Sorry, I'm long-winded. I'm not long-winded <laughs> at all, ever. I'm just excited about talking about Luke's picks. I am too. I did <laughs> technically already have a tweet of this, so spoilers if you already saw the tweet. Oh, okay. But my top three, in in terms of theme, because I don't always, like, my favorite isn't always the one that d- pulls the, the largest numbers. Yeah, same, exactly. I rely yeah. a lot on the theme and the logic of mm-hmm. the class identity. I know it's a little role play of me, but <laughs> no, but um, no, I really enjoyed, my top three would probably be Bladesworn, Vindicator, and Virtuoso. Despite being a guardian main, Will Bender okay. needs more of a, as Rick was saying, like a pizzazz, the pizzazzle, something <laughs> something a bit more to be like, oh, this is the Will Bender, this is guardian and Cantha. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I would. What was your order? Sorry, I'm writing these down. It was uh, Bladesworn, Vindicator, and Virtuoso. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Next. Are we going to keep the same order? Yeah, however. We've found a vibe. <laughs> My top three, and this is going to have a surprising twist ending. Uh, so prepare yourselves. <laughs> I would say Harbinger um blade sworn and catalyst okay. i'm leaving the chat my chat i'm sorry i knew it i heard of chess is not coming is... back next week <laughs> what was the first one harbinger was it harbinger harbinger um blade sworn yeah. and catalyst and yeah. i think that's because harbinger again it just like it packed a punch and crew there's no shame we got role players here are you kidding yeah. me <laughs> Loving a class for role-playing reasons is absolutely valid. It's just as important a part of a component of the class, the lore, the story, the look, the context, as any of the actual mechanics or (laughs) potencies of a class, right? Like, it's part of why you pick something and why it reflects or resonates with you. So, like, for me, I have never really resonated with Reaper as an aesthetic. Like, I don't mind the darkness. I just don't particularly like the rotting, floating meat. And so, for me... It's never been something that, like, really, really has spoken to me. But I did feel like Harbinger spoke to me. And I was like, this is really cool. And I was really having fun with it. And there was a lot to discover. And I got super into it. And although, again, there are, like, some things that I think conceptually they could have even rounded out more in it to really make me be like, oog, this is the best thing ever. I love this. Um, I think overall it still did so much so right. And especially in that Shroud, I was so excited. Um, then when it comes to the next one, I mean, again, kind of exactly like we talked about with Bladesworn, I think it's just coherent. It works well. It's smooth. I like what it does. I think it it zings for me. Like, and it mm. has that bit of, I don't know, just motion with it. Like, even as I play it now, you know, I feel like I've found a flow with it so that I can even be talking on the podcast and still really enjoying it and not like, oops, oh, it's up, oh, oh, it's up. Like, <laughs> which I think is is something that also can be really fun. Those classes that just are comfortable to you and work for you and there's just something inherently about them that you're like yeah 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 i see i see how it goes all right i got you i got you blade sword so that's kind of how i feel about this one and then catalyst is my it's my for all that i harped on it today when i get most passionate about things it's usually because i just feel the most potential in them I feel the most like you tried to do something here and like I can see it and I can see it and it gets me excited. I don't know exactly what it is yet, but like I want to know what that vision is for it. And there are all sorts of little systems in that class that for me as a player, 
I can tell that if they get them right, like managing those different components of it is something that will make my brain go like, I'll just be happy. I'll just be happy having to try and be like, yes, I kept all of the uptimes. <laughs> I have every aura. I've done it. Like, I just know that if it gets there, I will love it. So it's a big risk on that one, but I'm going to put it up there because even if it was kind of a flop in this iteration, oh man, I want it to be good. I want it to be good. Big flop vibes in chat. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah, I think uh, third was was close for me because I just have played it a lot. <laughs> and there's a reason why. There's a reason why. Okay, lovely. Oh my God. Rook legend. There you go. There we go. Dog's here now. The podcast he is He just complete. jumped up and he's telling me it's time. Papa. Dinner time. Give me the dinner. Uh, you've got a gift that you get to have dinner after we've uh, you've told us the three things. Yes. All right. So I would say that um, I yeah I mean for 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 original feel like when playing it, it's Harbinger, Blade Sworn, and uh, hmm, and I'm guessing Vindicator just for feel. Uh, for things overall and things I'm hoping for to come, I think it's um, Blade Sworn. You know what? I'm going to say Catalyst because I feel like they can fix it. I feel like they can fix Catalyst. I think they could add some stuff to it, okay. and I feel like they could change. They could fix some of the things that, that are not feeling so great right now. Um, Catalyst is... I, I think they could fix Catalyst. Yeah, and Big I also one. think they could fix Will Bender, and and so he yeah. gave us two top frames, but one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got an A plus on the assignment because I followed directions. Thank you. Awesome. Okay, so the constants with all of us harbinger, uh, other than Kruf. Purely for theme. Who's now Purely fired? Vindicator is pretty popular with free mentions. Uh, same as Harbinger. Catalyst twice. Will Bender twice, I guess. We'll count the two lists that it says. Blade Sworn is, uh, yeah, out there with free as well. We're all all over the place, really. I think there's some mention of. I think there's honourable mentions. Um, <laughs> I think there's hopes. I think there's just hope in this these lists. You know, that's what mm -hmm. I see. There's a lot of hope in uh, the classes where we've kind of had issues, and that's what this kind of feedback is about. You know, seeing the potential and and the ideas behind what you know they want and we want as a community for the classes, and also listening to each other and talking, communicating, so we can hopefully come to a middle ground but this is where i think like that communication is important to talk about the idea and vision for what they wanted to put out there in the world with this class and i think sometimes it comes out when cmc is doing his bits and bobs but i think there could be an additional preamble uh from someone else talking about like the general idea behind the class like the a bit like the trailer but longer <laughs> a lot longer you know like with someone just going right we see this as the class and running around maps in a group or just showing you off in pvp or something i don't know like just internally more proper trailers that like are like the catalyst is a defensive boon support 
Yeah, yeah, go the like, no, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that would be. I feel like they have maybe had some more definite kind of trailers back in the day, maybe with Heartfonts. Maybe they didn't, but maybe that's. I don't know. Maybe they did. They were more definite in Path of Fire. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Okay. I think we're done for today. We've already been going yeah. for like three and a half hours. I don't know when we this becomes fun. something else other than a podcast. <laughs> like, what is the thing that comes after a podcast, which is longer? An epic? Life. Life. <laughs> life. Existence. Welcome to the life. All the other hours of the day. <laughs> is anyone got anything else to say before we, we shift away? No, I feel good. Yeah. I feel like we covered yeah. a lot. Oh, we did. We always do. For the community, I would just say give as much feedback as you want through the all proper channels in the proper way and test the elite specs to your heart's content and if anybody dragon's great yes if anybody has any questions on that too if you go to the blog post when they're doing these beta periods they're very clearly linking like where can i give feedback how can i do this you know if you just type in guild wars 2 elite spec beta i literally did it during stream today and it popped up and everything is there so they want to hear feedback, and even if you're a new player, uh, you can make these characters in any of these beta runs. They're really easy to make. They've integrated it all into the game itself, so you don't have to download a separate launcher or anything. And you can mess around and play and just kind of see uh, without it affecting anything in your main story, which is really nice. Okay. Wait, anything else? Uh, no, no. I think uh, I think I'm good. Okay. Um, I think you're good too, Boots. I think you're great, Boots. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> you're still fired. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Boots is good. This is true. Why is it on beer? Okay, so uh, tell us a bit, a uh, little spiel before we go. Kruf, where we go? Oh. That's it. All your bits out. Uh, like YouTube and Twitch and all that stuff. Hello, everybody. I'm Kruf. I do a lot of YouTube videos and I actually have this accent my... about every single time we do this bit. <laughs> every single time we do this bit, like you know, the intro, the outro, you suddenly turn like you suddenly just, just do some even weird mix between a German and a Russian accent. And I'm just life. like, what is that? Like, this doesn't happen during your videos. I let the, I let the tongue to say words that taste good out of my mouth, okay? <laughs> But hello, I'm not people. going with that. I'm, I'm not rolling with Kruf. that. <laughs> I, in a very a Californian accent, my name is Kruf. Welcome to the podcast. No, I have a, a most recent <laughs> video out where I go into detail about every single Catalyst spell and trait. So if you want to hear more about Catalyst, you can go over there. But I have a bunch of other videos on builds. The betas as well is coming out. Doing all, a lot of stuff there. Also, I'm here on Twitch and Twitter. And you find me everywhere hard to find i'm very loud so thank you for inviting me once again i truly appreciate it proof is loud everyone just in case you didn't know that yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um thank you very much it's awesome to have you on once again i have enjoyed your streams with someone from the pit crew in oh, yeah. um, that's been fun we've um we're neighbors apparently so i've had the oh. lovely opportunity of you know kind of guiding bryce eilenberg a member of rupaul's drag race uh throughout guild wars 2 we've been talking about it and doing some things over there with him so that's so random how <laughs> random is that that's just epic i love Amazing. it it's been good to watch that i've watched i've been lurking i've been lurking um, <laughs> thank you good stuff um so yes please go follow Griff. be awesome rook 
It has all Hi. of the exciting things. Hello, everyone. I'm Rook. Oh, God. <laughs> yes! Find me on Twitch. Uh, no, <laughs> you can't you can find me on Twitch. Uh, at Bird of Chess. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube, Twitter, same thing. Bird of Chess. No T on the end. Chess like the game. Um, however, very soon, very soon here in the next couple weeks, I am going to be going through a rebrand. So there will be new branding and new names. So don't panic if you can't find me at Bird of Chess anymore. I'm going to do my best to just like give everybody the information on all the platforms if you follow now it'll update so you don't have to worry um but it was uh time it was time for an update uh we play a ton of mmos but specifically final fantasy 14 guild wars 2 uh, i also did some stuff with uh sort of feedback and thoughts on the first beta we'll have another video coming out here if you're curious about how i felt that they sort of played um i approach things usually from a much more like immersive experiential standpoint so even if you're somebody who when you like pull up a meta video and you're going this is all over my head. Don't worry. Me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you hang out, you chill, you check out the videos. I try to approach it from a standpoint where everybody can kind of break it down and see what you can enjoy about the class, even if you're not always nitpicky about numbers or understand all of the crafting, although we do keep an eye towards that kind of stuff as well. Uh, so check that out. And yeah, I think that's it. Uh, Twitter, all the places. Right now, you can find me Bird of Chess. In future, it would be Megazord. Sorry, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm interested yeah. to see what's going to happen with your emotes because there are birds in there. And I'm like, Rook still is a thing, but... Mm. Don't worry, we're not completely... We're not deviating drastically away from the bird theme or anything. Okay, birds are It's still very in line. It's just... Uh, it turns out that many people were extremely confused about whether or not I play chess. And mm. the branding has not been... You know, it was a bit of a playoff of Rook initially because it's both a type of so chess now you're just going to be bird. called um, Bird of so Games. So we're just updating. Just yeah, bird we're of just getting games things now. <laughs> Bird of Games and various other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a bit long-winded as well. Um, that's a good suggestion, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. We'll workshop it. <laughs> we'll workshop it. Wait, wait, wait. Bird of Game. Okay, where we go. B O G Bog. Bog. That's not great. <laughs> No, it doesn't work. All right, fun fired as well. See you next week. No. Boots. <laughs> Someone who's not hey. going to be here next week. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I love you, branding man. As well. I've oh, known Boots for a long time. <laughs> I've decided as soon as Bird of Chess <laughs> changes away from Bird of Chess, I'm taking Bird of Chess. <laughs> I'll pass the IP. Okay. I'll pass, I'll pass the torch to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Boots yeah. of Chess. I think it's do great things with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, I get your channel, right? Is that how that works? Yeah, I'll just give I'll give it all to you. We okay, already have a bird of butts emote, so you can just change it to bird of boots, and it'll be fine. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, boots at World of Vendors. I uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube at World of Vendors or Twitter at the same place. Um, and strangely enough, uh, maybe whenever I stream, which is uh, increased infinitely in the last week um technically zero something divided by zero is is a uh, not a real number um yeah is uh boots underscore we for world avengers um i don't think you're gonna find it and there you go that's me <laughs> the link in the description will be for his, for his stream so you will find it <laughs> oh that one yeah <laughs> which i will get and i will put in the description and i will go for all the old videos and i will put that in the description as well okay but soon to be bird of chess 
Yes, yes. More yep, importantly. Yep, yep. Um, okay, cool. Lovely. Podcast has been here. I am Jebro. Jebro Unity. Should probably change that at some point myself as well. Um, but that is the name. Of, the Unity is the name of our guild and community. So there you go. That's the thing. Um, Twitch.tv slash Jebro Unity. I have started internship recently, which is why things have been a bit all over the shop in terms of knowing my schedule because I'm in training. So if these videos do come out, audio does come out a little bit later i am very very sorry but uh that is something which is happening um and yeah life is pretty hectic at the moment for me it is starting to get clients and starting to see all the people so if you do want to support me in what i do it's muchly appreciated this podcast goes out in various means and ways every single bloody week right now because these lot keep coming back and i still don't know why um <laughs> like they do keep going back even though I asked them. Um, and actually giving, obligated. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm very, very <laughs> fortunate to have all of their opinions and the banter and everything else. We uh, we got on very well and they're an awesome group of people and I'm very happy they're here. So little cups to, to you guys. And and just like, I said, I stopped saying that earlier, but apparently I just used it. Um, and we have got loads more shows coming in the future. We've got another elite specialization coming out next month. We've got World v. World Alliances, which has just been moved moved again. We've got the Turtle coming up. We've got more reveals for camp for loads of stuff coming up. So pay attention to the Lightbringers podcast, which every week seems to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm getting loads of messages from you guys who are talking about stuff you're enjoying, guests you want to see back. These lot are all coming back and making sure I bring them, them back every time. I can't have like 20 people on the show at the same time. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yes go and support everywhere and and also there might be some news about this podcast being in a different format in the future which could be a brand new thing which i don't think i can talk about yet but i will talk about in the future and you'll find out about that as soon as i find out more about that i can say that at the very least um yes thank you very much cue music and go and follow everyone otherwise i'll find you (laughs) i will force you to press that subscribe button don't (laughs) let me do it yes please do it um, Thank you so much. Yes. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everyone. See you soon. Take care. And pay attention to the next episode of the Lightbringers podcast next week. This was the Lightbringers podcast plays Guild Wars 2. Any specializations? Fun times. Oh, I do have one more thing to say. Why is it? You flipped up the ending. Let it be good. Wow, boots. I don't know if you're worthy of the mantle now. Well, I'm not coming back next week, so I thought I'd burn all my videos. Is the the first Grandmaster on Bladesworn eight percent heal in PvP when you when you hit with it? Kidding me? Goodbye, everyone. See you next time. We can't go eat dinner now. We've been talking for three hours. I'm hanging on by a thread. Thank My you for watching this episode. So I'm, I'm zooming them out. They're going away. I'm talking now. Thank you very much for watching this episode of the Lightbringers podcast. See you next time. And if you are a fan of New World, uh, there will also potentially be some episodes of a brand new podcast coming in the next couple of weeks, which I may be designing. Or I may be on that show. It's some other people's shows as well. But take care. Enjoy. See you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, these people can talk now. Hey. <laughs> Woo! Rock <laughs> 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 <laughs>
tuna melt. Oh my sandwich. god. Okay, go and eat food. No, I'm sorry. It's been a long time. This <laughs> group don't eat out of the trash can. I don't know if that was a list of places you were going to go eat or That's like. checklist for the stream like, trash can, yeah. tuna melt, oh the subway. Uh, oh my god, doggo! Popo cam, popo cam! He needs me. Oh, he baby. Okay, go love him. I'm gonna go eat dinner. All right, everyone. Thank you so much again for being here. Thanks for having us, Jeb. No worries. Danke. Hasta luego, mis amigos. Bye. Okay, peeps. Thanks so much for watching. Take care. Don't forget, tomorrow will be the... I can end that call now. Tomorrow will be the Balderfon. We will be giving away a ton of Guild Wars 2 gear stuff, gems, skins, all the things, okay, peeps? Loads of stuff. We've got a sub of on tomorrow. We've got a sub of on Sunday. Also, we're going to be doing some Sea of Thieves, but Guild Wars 2 will be a big feature, as well as some Elder Scrolls Online. Make sure you come and join us tomorrow. We're going to have a base time of like three hours. You can come out, gift subs, donations, all the things add up to different prize rewards that you can claim in the chat. So come and join us at 10 a.m. Pacific. Massively appreciate your support. It's been a busy, busy place in the world for me recently. Um, I'm sorry I'm not here as much as I would love to be. I'm still here quite often. And this is my main job and stuff I do to support myself so if you do want to support the channel it massively helps you're supporting a future mental health counselor as well working with kids and adolescents and all the things so as i said all the stuff below i'll see you soon i'll see you tomorrow i won't be here tonight i need a break <laughs> i really do um i also need to do some laundry i need to get my nice bald off on t-shirt out okay i'm going to show you over to someone else who's awesome but yeah also this will be on youtube tomorrow probably How's your birthday tomorrow? Oh, happy birthday, man. I will do. Thank you as well, yeah, for saying that. Appreciate you all, people. Um, Who's around? Oh, Bog is, is doing his stuff on. Oh, really? Okay, cool. I didn't even know he was doing one. Awesome. Okay. Let's send you over to Bog Alter, who is doing their Cyberborn right now. Let's go over there in true bog otter form. And I'll see you tomorrow. 10 a.m. Pacific. Are you ready for the Balderfog? The Balderfog. Tomorrow. Join us then. Happy birthday, Angry Fist. You legend. Good night. It's nice to see you all again. See you soon. Thank you to the guests. Rook, Groof, and even World of Enders. All boots. See you soon, people. Go and check them out on Twitch. All of them. Bye-bye, peeps.